It's the Pizza Party Podcast. Who are you, people? Nolan, Nolan, the true winner of 100% Orange Juice. Uh, Ken, the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it's Jim. Jim's back, everybody. I'm back. Hey, I'm the, Jim. I'm the reoccurring guest. I'm like the Troy McClure of this podcast. You're the recurring, recurring <laughs> character. I'm a reoccurring be... guest star. Yeah, just don't yes. get killed off too soon. I mean, I'm probably really Nathan Lane in Modern Family, but I'm going to act like I'm Troy McClure on The Simpsons. Good luck on Jingle All The Way. So recently, we uploaded the podcast to iTunes, and apparently we took up all the bandwidth for what what we had on Podomatic, since we upload this to Podomatic, and then it gets uploaded to iTunes. But... But apparently it was so downloaded that we became number 16th most popular podcast in TV and film on Podomatic. What the fuck? Oh. Why? After one upload. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What, uh, what episode did you upload? Uh, the last one before this one, you know? Oh, uh, that's something, I guess. Whatever. So it's, so we don't get money, so who cares? So Podomatic's saying, hey, if you want to keep your stupid podcast on iTunes, give us money. That's no. Lame. Is iTunes like that in general, or you have to use one of those people? Yeah, one of those things. Because I don't know. I don't understand how we live in a world where uh, YouTube videos are free, but uh, p- putting up uh, audio files on iTunes is, is costs money. Hmm. So That's are you going to pay? Hundred forty nine for two point five gigs of storage. That's lame. We'll think about it. Yeah. I like our underground vibe we have going. Only we know it exists and no one else. We're like, like more before it sold out. We're like that comic. We're like, you know, where there's a comic book store and then in the back there's a record store and then in the back of that there's another store. We're like that store. <laughs> no, but then there's like a trap door in that store and then you go down and you have a <laughs> labyrinth filled with monsters and minotaurs. And then there's like a bathroom. That's our. That's us. And then you get to the place that sold the gremlin from the first movie. <laughs> yeah. So no. So maybe I'll think about putting it on iTunes because I'm like, do I want to do this? Because uh, ask you, Frederator for money. <laughs> Frederator, please give me more money. Open up a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I would, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to offer people, and I don't know how many people would actually give me money. We'll offer you a Wait, service did, of did the anyone, podcast. Did anyone send you money to meet us at their Kmart? No. Oh, no. See, why don't we? Why, why don't we restart that scam up again and use all the money we get from that, and it then is, you can use that. It's not a scam, Jim. It's an investment. I mean, it's it's a great contest. We've met so many great people. Yeah, like I mean, I've guy. met like at least ten people. I don't know their whereabouts, but I'm just saying I've met them. Yeah, give I've us... met a homeless man. Get an envelope, st- stuff it with money, just mail it to us, and meet us at some Kmart. We'll find you. Don't don't call us. Well, that's a be- make make sure it's a COD or a, or a check. Yeah, because because sending money in the mail that just sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> that sounds like a scam, honestly. 
and make sure that the there are so many checks in there that the envelope starts like kind of bursting at the seams. Yeah, you know? well, you can you can just send one one check with with a lot of money on it. But why have one check with a lot of money when you can have multiple checks with a lot of money? This this is why the electric company doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, don't send us five checks for twenty dollars. <laughs> But I hate the electric company. They know what they did. <laughs> Gave you electricity? So, that song is so catchy. Oh my god. If, <laughs> yeah, Wait, that's why my light's flickering right now. I've had Wait, at least wh- five seizures because of it. What Shit. electric company are you sending checks to? Um, the, the kid, Comping the up kid. with a better joke than I am right now. Electric <laughs> <laughs> that one show on PBS. The one where they teach you how to count. The one that was before our time that we somehow know about. Yeah, yeah. My time also. Have you heard of Family Guy, bro? Is really reference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, quick. The cutaway gag. And speaking of podcast, I was also a guest on the Toonami Faithful podcast, which I'll link below. Wow. Toonami Faithful. You're checking out Rebel Taxi. We, uh, they, I think there was a scene where I was laughing at my own joke for like two minutes straight, and I think they cut that out. That sounds like our podcast. Yeah, that sounds exactly like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you keep it in because you have a big fat ego. Damn. <laughs> yeah. No one will be laughing. It'll be really awkward. And you're just laughing for like 20 minutes. So somewhere out there, there could be a recording of me just laughing for two minutes straight uncontrollably <laughs> but let's, should we get into the news please okay yeah Crap, where did I put the news thing? Hang on. God damn it, Pan. Keep this in. Keep all this in. News, I've ten minutes to prepare. I've been researching Syria all day for this. Syria? You said the news. You said we were going to do the news. Who cares about cereal? Wait, did you mean... Did you mean like international news? No. Intermation news. <laughs> oh my god! I think I researched all the wrong things. I learned all about the history of Israel uh, and god Syria. Jim. <laughs> so going, you don't, don't going the distance for a podcast that doesn't deserve it. Good job. Okay. I re- I read a whole book <laughs> for the news. <laughs> In China, there's these knockoffs of Adventure Time and uh, The Amazing World of Gumball made for a milk company. They're called Miracle Star and Legend of Lucky Pie. And if you watch it, it's blatantly ripping off The Amazing World of Gumball. It has the background, the realistic backgrounds, the random objects with eyes on them. And the characters look, they have the same format, like a family and this other thing that's like Darwin, but not really, you know. Oh, I don't know. I think I think it's just a pilot episode. You need to give it time. I mean, after all, Steven Universe ripped off Adventure Time, I'll right? I'll kill Pam? you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about what I said about Steven Universe when it come when it came out. We pretend that never happened. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Gumball when I first saw it. Wow, so, disgusting. Well, juvenile. Same. I think it's because it reminded me of that. What was that? Sit down and shut up. Oh yeah, show. that was called shit. Sit shit down and shut up. That was. And, and it was. I I didn't like the realistic background thing, but then like everyone was like, no, it's really good. And I I watched later episodes and I came around. Yeah. So. Yeah, shit down and shut up. That was a classic. That was a really high art. That's almost as funny as Family Guy, to be honest. Also, there's a lot of shows that have bad pilots that are good shows. So, yeah. Although, if you go back to the Amazing World of Gumballs pilot, it's a com- they look completely different, and they're more like... I don't know what they are, but they just look like slime creatures in a way. They look like... <laughs> slime creatures. That would have been a better name for Slimer came from. Ugh, World of Gumballs pilot, but yeah, these Chinese knockoffs like they they do not care. They will rip off like jokes from the Amazing World of Gumball and everything. Those Chinese ripoffs kind of remind me of when you like walk and you see a taco truck and have Goku on it. <laughs> yeah, that's Mexico. That would remind me of like this blatant ripoff of characters, but the name's slightly different. Like Giku, Giku, yeah. <laughs> Try and make me. Eco. I mean, you go to the flea market that's full of like China, full of knockoffs of Dragon Ball and Super Campiones, which is like a soccer anime. You used to have so many knockoffs of the Power Rangers <laughs> that it's, it was like every chain store that sold toys had their own like Power knockoff Man. of the Power Rangers. Yeah, it'd be like. Like they're like the Power Rangers, but they fight in in cyberspace. And since in '95, no one knew what that was. They're like, sure, probably. And they include like a Spider-Man doll, just like whatever. Yeah, Yoko. This prequel, perhaps. Wasn't VR Troopers kind of a ripoff? I think was made by the same people, but I know Beetleborgs was made by Saban. Yeah, I think VR Troopers might have been. There were so many. Yeah, everyone was ripping off Power Rangers, uh, VR Troopers, Beetleborgs, uh, Knights of Something Something. I don't know. Oh, who could forget about that one? Yeah, that one. That that was a memorable one. Like, every low-rent cable channel had one, and I watched all of them, and I can't remember any of them, which speaks highly to the shows. Hey, hey Jim, do you ever watch uh, uh, Street Sharks? Oh. Uh yes, I love. I, I used to watch a lot of Street Sharks. Really? We had, we had the to- we had the toys, or my brother had the toys. I don't think I had the toys. They were cool toys. Is that series good? Um, <laughs> no, you don't know, Pan. Uh, you don't watch I guess the show. You say street Sharks was a Street Shark. <laughs> I mean, was it better than Biker Mice from Mars? Yes, but well, I don't know. <laughs> Like on the scale of Ninja Turtle knockoffs, I think it's pretty high. But on the scale of actual quality, probably not. I haven't seen it since the '90s, so I just ordered all the episodes on Amazon. Now I'm so disappointed when I get that shit. Suck my jaws. Well, I bet if you watch all of them, you'll see God, just like no one did when he watched all of Rocket Power. Well, actually, um, I didn't see God, but I did see all of the cosmos, and I did learn that the one true religion is, in fact... What? Whoa. What? What? What the what? fuck? You know what? Oh, my you God. You can't say that. I know. I was surprised, too. I, 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 gotta always thought it was. I always thought it was. What the fuck? Man, you just shoobied my mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. 
I gotta change my name to Frank now. Okay. These, yeah, but these knockoffs. So look up. I'll, I'll link to it below. But Legend of Lucky Pie. They they replaced Jake the dog with a, a a red horse, which looks like Pokey from Gumby. And the the intro song is pretty much ripping off Adventure Time. And so so are the title cards. They have the same painted title cards <laughs> that Adventure Time does. And they all did this to sell milk or something. Yeah, these these are for milk commercials. See, this is the next step of Chinese ripoffs. It's going to be like Chinese ripoff Mario, Chinese ripoff uh, Team of the Ninja Turtles, I guess. Wow, way to exploit Adventure Time's popularity. Who would do that? Let's go on to the other news. It's award season. So, in animation... And the Lego movie got snubbed at the Oscars. Well, hang this on. Is hang on. So, let's talk... <laughs> For the Oscars, how did... No, wait... How to Train Your Dragon won Golden Globe for Best Animated Film. Everything is Awesome wins Best Song in the Oscars. Lego Movie wins Best Animated in Critics' Choice. But it was but Lego Movie was snubbed, and so was Book Alive for the Oscars. Why? Because they're dicks. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. I don't know why Lego Movie was snubbed. That's, because that's a, it's a product placement movie. Mm. Well, it's like the most anti-corporate corporate movie I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. You know, it's like the whole movie isn't really like pro. It's pro Legos, but it's also like not. It's it's kind of against that kind of stuff at the same time. You know, Fuck it's like very satirical. Buy our, buy our I don't products. know. Fuck the Academy. But, Piss on the door. The 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 animated feature category is half. It's half really bad because I thought Lego Movie was the best animated movie last year. But it's also good because I thought it was probably just going to be all big studio animated movies. And the Kaguya and uh, Song of the Sea got in there was pretty cool. You know, Secret of Kells got in the um, awards when it released. So it's not much of a surprise that another Tom Moore movie would be. I kind of thought he might get left out because... I thought Book of Life was going to get in there. I mean, I was a little surprised. Yeah. But, Poor I mean, no one knows who's going to win. Mexican grave. Why didn't, <laughs> why didn't Puss in the Booth? Ay, caramba. Puss in the Booth was nominated a different year. Oh, what? damn it. I thought that year came out. Oh. I thought it came out this year. No, there is a Netflix TV show now. But it, it'll be, it's an interesting category because now nobody knows who's going to win. And... That's like the only category at the whole Oscars that'll be interesting to watch because, like, everyone thought it was a you know a slam dunk for Lego Movie, and it's not nominated. So everyone's like, uh, maybe How to Train Your Dragon Two, maybe Big Hero Six. Like nobody knows. It's gonna be so, Big Hero Six, obviously. But no, like, I think I think Disney has only won one Oscar, or was it? I don't know. One they've only won. They've only won one for Frozen. Um, if you don't count Pixar. Which uh, one? What wasn't Beauty and the Beast nominated for like best an um, best film at period at one yeah, point? Yeah, it was the first. There's only been three animated movies nominated for best picture. It's Beauty and the Beast, Up, and Toy Story three. Wasn't there like a big controversy about that? Like they said, hey, we don't want our movie running against an animated film. You make um, you, you segregate that to its own thing. Well, well racism alive. How, how this how this all worked out. I actually researched this a couple of years ago, so I, I know way too much about this. But how this worked is in 2000, Chicken Run uh, came out, and it got really well-reviewed. And Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, I'm going to get this a best picture and get, at that time, what would have been the second 
uh, animated film ever nominated uh, for Best okay, Picture. Definitely. Well, he really tried, but then he failed, and he got really pissed off, and he's like, he was like, fuck this. It's impossible to get animated movies nominated for anything but Best Song. And if you are nominated for Best Song, you don't have to have seen the movie. So he oh. basically, yeah, he basically campaigned and made a category. And the good thing, I'm, everyone says it's like a, a animation ghetto, but the way it's not is if you want to vote for Best Animated Feature, you have to have, or at least at the time, I don't know how they do this now, but you used to have to sign a, your name at a screening to prove that you had seen the movie. <laughs> And seriously, you did. And then the next year, and then that year, both Shrek and Monsters Universe, uh, Monsters Universe, both Shrek and Monsters Inc. got nominated for screenplay awards. So it kind of showed that, like, when you force them to actually watch these movies, because you have to watch them to nominate them, obviously, uh, it actually helped animation get in categories that, like, it didn't get in before, you know? So, So sorry, that was. All you got to do is just tie them down, Clockwork Orange style, and just make them watch these movies. <laughs> Basically, but it's it's uh I don't know. I like that it's there because like what was it ninety nine? You had all these great animated movies like Princess Mononoke came out here and South Park and Iron Giant, and none of them got very much recognition at all. And it's like now that there's this category like Song of the Sea, if it had been 10 years ago or, well, I guess more than 15 years ago, it would have come out in one theater and be forgotten and no one would see it. And now that it's nominated, it'll get the DVD will get sold in Best Buy and people will check it out. And even though Tom Moore's a name, like I saw it in theaters uh, at like prime time and nobody was there and now that theater will be packed so it's like i love that what it does for small animation because otherwise like ernest and celestine no one was going to see that until it was nominated i don't know what that is i was nominated it's a french movie it was okay wait what movie it was ernest and celestine i think I haven't heard of it. But Song of the Sea is like the best one of those five. Yeah, when, my, yeah. when someone says Song of the Sea, I keep thinking of Song of the South. <laughs> but above, Which does not exist according to Disney. Good. Wait, what? You want it to exist? Well, I mean, like, well, Disney pretends it never happened, you know? Well, yeah. they're ashamed of it, so it's... They, are. Well, they, they, yeah. will, they will take the song Zippity Doodah and use it for their theme parks, but no, nothing else. They need to figure out what... To, they need to, like, come to a decision on that. But it's like, kids aren't going to watch it. Just, like, put it on Netflix somewhere and call it a day, you know? Because yeah. th- then everyone will forget about it. That's what they did with that movie that was shot in their parks uh tomorrowland yeah. remember that oh yeah okay and yeah there was a horror movie that was filmed inside uh disneyland parks but it was unauthorized so it was just like basically shaky can they, they they snuck in with like regular like things that tourists would carry with them and then but what disney decided to do there's this whole theory it's actually based on um what barbara it's like based on what happened to barbara streisand once it's called the streisand theory officially is that she said nobody filmed my wedding and then everybody came to film her wedding because she said don't do it and so apparently corporations have this theory where they thought that if we make a big deal out of this movie and ban it it'll become a big thing and it'll be like song of the south 
And then what they did is they're just like, well, let's just not do anything. And then no one will talk about it in a year. And guess what? They were right. Because nobody remembers that book. So Escape from Tomorrowland, nobody remembers it now. Damn. I don't think anyone... T- I mean, it was a smart move because it was like all hyped up. And then it kind of came out and was doing good at the beginning. But I feel like it kind of shrank. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of a creepy corporate, I'll control how you remember shit thing. Damn. So it's... Was reverse psychology, basically. Yeah, darn. That's, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, so it's it's okay if you're really into Disney stuff. You should just see it to get it over with. You know, man, that's what North Korea should have done with the interview. Yeah, because it wasn't that that movie wasn't even that good. So it's like, like damn no, it. Remembers it. Oh, did I? Did you want to see the interview, Ken? I'm sorry. No, I'm just imagining. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. But what about our freedom to watch that movie? It's. I mean, my freedom, my freedom to finally pay to watch a movie on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> got you, bro. Got you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> they totally got me, and with all the freezing, that was wonderful. <laughs> I'm Seth Rogen, and I win again. Is that your Seth Rogen? That doesn't sound like that's Seth muscle Rogen. man. Come on, yeah, bro. <laughs> Tell us Bonesaw is ready Come on my face brother Bonesaw is ready <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim Spider-Man <laughs> Spider-Man What are you doing You weak Oh I can't remember that movie that well Wait I can't I'm trying to remember that one line you know what? That's the one thing Andrew Garfield never had was Macho Man Randy Savage. No. That's what. That's well, why that first Garfield has nothing because he's no longer Spider Man. What? Well, yeah, not Zanya. officially he's not, but he is avoiding the press, so he probably isn't. I mean, they oh. couldn't put a wrestling scene in the first uh, the reboot movie Spectacular or. The amazing, uh, the amazing, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that movie, he, was too, again. <laughs> he was he was too radical on his skateboard to go to a wrestling match. That's not radical or extreme. I mean, so. could have just signed up for a Tony Hawk tournament. And then they just play gameplay from the game. Spider Man from the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, and he's playing as Spider Man, and, and that's where he gets the ideas. Like, huh, this costume's cool. I should dress up as this. Spider-Man. You know what? That would have been a better idea than those reboots. <laughs> like making Peter Parker, he's just a misunderstood emo kid. Oh, you uh, mean the third one? The No, that's the, the, the new ones with Andrew Garfield. Oh, like, he's he was like, already an emo kid in the third movie. No, he, well, he, yeah. That, well, that was when the black suit got in him and made him well, like dashboard. He, he wasn't an emo kid. He was an emo adult, which made him look worse. That's true. He was he was an adult because he graduated college, wasn't he, in the third one? Yeah. I don't like to think about the third one. It's bad times. Bad times. <laughs> Never grow out of being goth or emo. Actually, Stop you know, it, man. when was it Sam Raimi recently was talking about how he hates that movie? And then all these critics were writing, like, Spider-Man 3 isn't that bad. And I was like, no, fuck you. I'm not reading this. It, it is that bad. Like, it was literally me talking to my Facebook feed, like, no, fuck you. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like people coming to me and saying, you know what? ISIS is okay by me. It's just like, no, please. Goodbye. It's that reverse psychology just, thing. Just like, just, just admit it's terrible. And people will be like, no, it's not that bad. 
Come and on. That movie, Sam Raimi, that, be cool. I've tried to come up with ways you could recut it to make it work, and then I rewatched it again, and I was like, you know what? This there's just there's no save in this. this okay, okay, this what Horrible. Okay, if they cut out the dance scene. No. Well, okay. First off, all the black, all of him being an emo and being ridiculous and strutting that stays. That is that is the best part of the movie. <laughs> Everybody knows that 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 was. <laughs> That was when cinema hit its high point, and we've never been able to get there since Tobey Maguire's strut. Didn't they have funky bass music playing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just imagine it was like the Shaft theme. And it was like, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, Hills, yeah. And, he like, oh, and Gwen Stacy's there, but not killed. I don't know. Yeah, she's just there. Oh, spoilers for Amazing Spider-Man hey, 2, I guess. It's a shitty movie. I heard bad <laughs> things about it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, you don't you know, don't put yourself through. It's it's like have you ever changed the channel during a movie and then uh change back to see what was going on? Because it was kinda like that, but you're in the theater and I kept going, Can I go back to this plot line? Oh no, wait, we changed the channel again. Okay. <laughs> Let's Let's just have a fucking Gwen Stacy, Peter Parker romance movie, please, with Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. They were the best. She's all dead now. Oh, sorry, spoilers. Okay, Jim. What if they they recast <laughs> Emma Stone go back to- as uh, uh, Mary Jane and just ma- turn her hair red like fuck everything? And people yeah. can be like, he certainly has a type. <laughs> well, well, Amazing Spider-Man 3 isn't going to happen anymore, so. Well, they don't, they haven't. They haven't worked out the Marvel deal. It's kind of like really up in the air. I get the impression Marvel always has um, option A and option B when it comes to bringing Spider-Man into phase three. And I feel like even they are like, yeah, option A is not happening. Let's just let's just imagine he's not in this because Sony is really badly run. So, I mean, that's I mean, I feel like Sony's really awesome because they can let Phil Lord and Chris Miller could not probably exist at any other studio because they clearly don't have, they're not a studio who would send in an editor or a director and reshape something. But like at the same time, they make really awful, like a really awful Spider-Man movie. And that Annie movie was awful. Like they need to be like Warner Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, Jim. Jim. Do you hate that movie? No, I don't. I even said in it, I think she should be Annie, but I don't. I thought the movie itself was awful. <laughs> well, if you don't like it, you're obviously racist because you're yeah. against black. That's racist. Oh. No, I'm not. I can, you can not like a movie, but like who is cast in it. What? No, you. It's impossible. No, I didn't only know one. That. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I could go back to um, the original Spider-Man trilogy really quick. I read they were they did have a teaser poster for the fourth one, but then like say, there were um, like creative differences, and like yeah. that, they rebooted it. But the best part of it was that like what Sam Raimi had in mind was the most fucking outlandish shit. Like he was like, okay, I'm gonna bring in Black Cat, but I'm not. So he was gonna bring in the um the uh, secret identity of Black Cat. And the vulture, but instead of the black hat, she was going to be the vultress. Oh, you know what's funny about that? So Anne Hathaway was supposed to be that part, right? No but way. Then, yeah, yeah. Like she was pretty much cast. I thought. I don't know. But anyway, so she she eventually was in Dark Knight Rises, 
not as Catwoman, but as Selena Kyle. So it's literally she did the same thing to two superhero movies, possibly. You know, it's like the same idea, but then she was in Batman. She killed two superheroes franchises. God damn it, Anne Hathaway. God damn it. Should have hired Halle Berry. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. See, now you guys are racist. Cat got your tongue pan. Oh, it's overtime. That was the thing on SNL last night where they had, they're like, just think of all the respect black actors get when they're nominated for Oscars. And then they showed a picture of snow dogs and Catwoman. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. But in the other bit of news, wait, should we talk about the, that guy with the glasses thing? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) So if you're oh wait first let's give some background. Okay, if you're familiar with uh, reviewers, people who make video reviews like Nostalgia Critic, uh, Nostalgia Chick, uh, Phalus, they're on a website called That Guy with the Glasses or Channel Awesome. Now Channel Awesome, and it's basically just a site where they host a bunch of reviewers to do shit. And our good friend here, me, Pan Pizza. Oh, that's me. Yeah. He was going to be on that website, but... I like how Pam was confused, like, friend? Oh, yeah, (laughs) totally. (laughs) Right. Friend. Yeah, yeah. Me and and Pam have a a very ambiguous relationship. (laughs) But yeah, so Pam was going to be one of the reviewers on that site. But um, due to the fact that he missed a certain Skype call, he and, and he got no, like other follow-up date he was not chosen to be part of that guy with the glasses or rather he just unceremoniously never got called back (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah which turns out was a huge bullet dodged because revealed on Bayless and obscurus lupa's twitter channel awesome is a very very poorly run website I would say so. Yeah, because one of their uh, reviews, I think it was Obscurus Lupa, was uh, fired because she did not get on online in 15 minutes. Even better. Here, hold on. Hold on. Let me, here, I'll get the link to the post. I'm right on that. I will say that every time. We have a team of dedicated researchers. (laughs) It's just a team of monkeys. It's finding the post, and I already found it, so fuck you guys. I'm putting it's, a team, it's a team of monkeys we have typing on typewriters to hopefully write the great American novel. <laughs> hopefully they'll get lucky and type a word out. The best of times. It was the best of times and the blurst of times. Ah, Dang. Sorry, that, that was just a... Sorry, I'm just referencing the Simpsons. Boom. I only watch Family Guy, bro. Get with the program. <laughs> Sorry, I only watch Cleveland Show. <laughs> wow, what a hipster. <laughs> I wanted someone to be like, I only watch American Dad, but no one even wants to joke about that, I guess. Oh, oh, and as an update, she included the Skype conversations. <gasps> yeah! Damn, drama. The drama. I don't want to know what you were just slapping. Uh-oh. I was clapping. Oh, sure. that's... Sorry, that's... Let's cut that out. Okay, Hold on. moving on. You want to hear? You want to hear it different? <laughs> there we go. All right. So I'll try to summarize this as best as I can. 
So Lupa wanted to um, was having trouble running, um, getting money because this is her full time job. So essentially, she was like, you know what? I got to put in more mid rolls, which are basically advertisements in the middle of videos. You know, something everybody fucking hates. But yeah. she had no choice because hey, you know, it's a tough world. Then uh, the guy who runs Channel Awesome, Mike Mashad, not Doug Walker, by the way, um, was like, you can't do that. So she got really upset and. Um, she didn't know what to do, so she decided, hey, I'll go do a Patreon. And that only um, pissed in the stew pot even more, and everybody got even more and more mad. Panel include a link to the Tumblr post yep. chronicling all yeah, this. It's it's, so, it's really long. Like, she wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm with you, Jim. I hate reading. Pictures to Skype <laughs> everything. I mean, yeah. the, the thing about I, – I was in a collab channel a couple years ago. And most collab review channels don't really work out because the organization is always horrible. Yeah, you know? it's it's it. Lit- this liter- channel awesome. That guy with the glasses literally started the collaboration thing, mm-hmm. and once they did it, it's like, well, well, if he can do it, so can I. And yeah. Then they- know what the blind fuck they're doing. So it's just like, I didn't know you need to know things. So, yeah, it's just it's the worst. It's. And everybody acts like it's going to help you, and it it doesn't. Well, it's, yeah, it helped people. It, that guy with the glasses was good in the beginning because they didn't have that many producers, but then it just kind of like snowballed into we'll accept pretty much anybody at this point because we need money. Except uh-huh. me. I missed the yeah, call. Except, except for Pan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pan didn't get it for the same reason as Obscure Sloopa got fired. <laughs> <laughs> but in circle. If they're yeah. like that weird about that sounds like really high school. Like you weren't there, so um, you know we went to the mall anyway. So you know. oh, yeah, that, there's ton of immature bad communication. Like she, like I said, she posted Skype combos, and there's tons of of like sources. But also, um, I want to Pan has right. I I used to defend the Channel Awesome movies in that I thought they were real low budget, and they probably spent it trying to get everybody together. But guess what? What chicken butt. <laughs> they were paid in exposure. They were paid in exposure that, and they had to pay for their own flight there and back. Yeah, I would be hate to be just paid in exposure instead of real money, right, Pam? Yeah, who would do that? Right. Just like get a bunch of guys together and just like not pay them at all. I tell you, like <laughs> an awful, horrible person. Well, yeah. I get Pam. Pam orders me a little Caesar's pizza delivered to my door, so what? I, actually, what I actually have been getting paid, guys. I didn't want to what tell you. What the hell? <laughs> I mean. It is it is like ten dollars, but yeah, every time I, I worked out with my manager and he called Pan and Pan was like right after we get off, he's like calls Little Caesars for me. So Pan, that way fuck? I get like crust. <laughs> you can have the you can have the crust. They're still good. Fuck you. What the fuck? You I'll, I'll FedEx You're them worse back. Than Doug Walker. Oh no. <laughs> also, Pan, if you could order me extra cheese and extra sausage and pepperoni, that would be great. Yeah, that's gonna cost you extra. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll 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 pay the difference. Well, I actually found a, like a, a confession by one of the contributors and he had this to say. You hear that, Dad? You're gonna pay! He's a molester. He's a child molester! Yeah, it's really tragic. I mean, 
when I I did a collab channel and called the they're called the Rough Cuts, and towards the end I was the only one posting, and then at the end my last review was me doing a negative review of Forrest Gump and then leaving the, the channel, <laughs> which is like probably the best thing I've ever done. But they um but but what happened is half of them like went on like went to trips and stuff and they just didn't communicate with me like what was going on and then afterwards they kind of blamed me for leaving <laughs> and it was like guys like you didn't even contact me and say hey i think what happened at the end was kind of fucked up they just like didn't it was uh i mean i don't know i've worked i worked with a couple collabs like i'll do a guest one or something but that's as far as get, collab channels i've not seen them really help you know i don't know it's pan you did it was for the best that you did not do that <laughs> I, can, I can go on there ironically just like what's going on everyone you, you know what you, should, you know what you should have did jim you should have left the negative review of citizen kane or something and then left no but see i really don't like forrest gump so that's why i did that. oh we can't be friends anymore that's my favorite movie of all time i mean run jim run I mean, I like eating it at Bubba Gump shrimp, though, so it kind of, you know. What, out. what did Forrest Gump do to you? I just don't like it that much. <laughs> Racist. Yeah. How dare you. I wanted to see the Bubba movie. That's what I wanted to see, but Hollywood had to hold me down. Hashtag white Oscars. The sequel that never happened. <laughs> this this just was a fucking disaster of a Skype call. <laughs> Wait, this right now or yes? <laughs> I'm actually not sure what topic we're on right now. Yeah. yeah, so confirmed. That guy with the glasses was a scam the whole time. Well, Pan, at least you still great, have normal boots. Great scams in internet history. Yeah, Chant Blossom, feminist frequency, and more. That guy, that that uh, that Kenyan prince who keeps emailing me. They actually said I can be on the website if I step into their room and I take my clothes off in front of them. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Doug Walker rubs your body in like canola butter. <laughs> this is how we know if you're a good reviewer or not. Just, just be cool. Just don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> so next in the final news topic, <laughs> unless we have anything else to say. Uh, uh, so how's review Utopia, guys? <laughs> oh, that was forever ago. There it's were, like wait, what, what was that? Okay, so there, so there, okay on the forums of that guy with the glasses, there was this place where everyone posted their own reviews, and they were typically on Blip, and and people decided, hey, let's make our own website, and it's called Reviewtopia, and the motto was rethink reviews when it was all a bunch of rehashes of that guy with the glasses and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Rap Critic was on there, I think. Something. But anyway, it was just a shameless knockoff, and I remember a long time ago when I barely had any viewers, I tried getting on there, and they said I just wasn't good enough. Oh, wow. I felt oh, so, that hurt. I felt so disappointed at the time. Oh, I'm Hey, sorry. hey, Reviewertopia. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck Started I'll from the bottom, now we're here, bitch. Yeah, I'll send Pan. I'm going to send Pan a hug through the internet. Yeah. There you go. It's okay. Don't it's touch okay. me. It's okay. Sorry. I'll, sorry, I'll, I'll go back to the internet. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the final, final. He's a child molester. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe Doug Walker did that to all those kids. Wait, what? <laughs> Doug Walker's touched all those little kids. It's really sad. He's a molester. He's a child molester. Ah! <laughs> and he got, uh, he got away with it because he's famous. So yeah. the, the views. He promised, the views. He, promised, he promised them a slot in his new game show that hasn't <laughs> The views of Pan Pizza do not necessarily reflect the views of Jim Gisriel. It, it's parody. It's satire. It's okay for me to say that. And they might also not be true, period. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't they have a game show that they, like, they, they had people fund? Okay. She mentioned that in her massive, like, master post of dissing Channel Awesome. She said, like, the game show was reshot multiple times and that they um had the same contestants come back on and shit and that they just fucking didn't know what they were doing. So, you know, still, air, still waiting to air. <laughs> and how long ago was this uh, funding campaign to get it get this online? Oh yeah, that's another thing. They w- they wouldn't let their uh, producers run um, crowdfunding campaigns, but it was okay for them too. Yeah. Well, listen, we'll make a video sooner or later. We just we have to understand how to play a video game first. It's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's all about time. it's all about nostalgia. It's all about that. What yeah. even was the game show about? I think it was nostalgia. And how do they, how do you how, how did they not know how to make a game show exactly? ABGN, it already been done before, so yeah. What the fuck? But uh, whatever. I guess next bit of t- next, the final bit of news. <laughs> not so channel awesome. There's gonna be a <laughs> Ghost in the Shell movie, and the major, the main character, the from Japan. <laughs> In a in an anime where America has been destroyed, I think, or it's a war zone, I don't know, is played by uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Why not Emma Watson? Who? Uh, oh yeah, Hermione. She turns down anything big, so she, I bet she wouldn't do it. Is she like a hipster or something now? She's just like, oh, I don't want to be in anything too big. I mean, I just got out of Harry Potter and shit, so... No, I, I think it was like, they. I heard them talk about it in an interview, and they were like, look, we did eight or nine really big special effects movies, and they're all just kind of sick of it at this point. Mm-hmm. So, I which I can, can kind of understand. Also, they're super rich, so... They, they okay, that it. is true. <laughs> Damn it. But, but I'm Scar- so- sorry I made fun of Emma Watson. <laughs> Uh, please they give only, me your money. They only um, did got, Scarlet. At least I did. Oh. I spent my money more wisely instead of buying it on a fucking ice cream truck, Rupert. <laughs> Leave me alone, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not creepy. Driving around, hey kids, free ice cream. I bought this truck. Free ice cream, kids. <laughs> Fuck the kids. Get the ice cream truck for yourself. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you just buy a bunch of ice cream? Why you gotta drive it around? Yeah, asshole. Yeah. Like, how did you spend all your money on buying an ice cream truck? Well, I that would I think he has more than. I mean, have, you, have you seen how an ice cream truck can't I- be that expensive compared to how much money he's made working on Harry Potter? Yeah, unless it was like a really nice ice cream truck. I mean, I've I never don't. I've never seen a really nice ice cream truck. I've seen all these like vans that just have stickers on the side. Yeah, yeah. some of it like ripped off, kind of. And they're like, no, I'm out of that one. I haven't had that one since the 90s. It's like, uh, they, they don't look appealing anymore. Because I remember watching an episode of Pimp My Ride, and there was a guy with an ice cream truck, and it was just like, it had roaches inside and just trash. Like, 
Never getting an ice cream truck again, no. Never. Yeah. But wow, he, that pedophile really wanted his ride to be pimped. But, oh, yeah, <laughs> we were talking about the news or something. Oh, oh yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, you know, Ghost in the Shell. They, they only put her in that because everyone else they were considering wasn't really like Margot Robbie, I think, they were Ooh. trying to get. Uh, she's the wife in Wolf of Wall Street, and Ooh. now she's Harley and now she's Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Ooh. She, yeah. People yeah, are, she's... But the point is, she, they needed someone who would be a star because then they could ask for more money budget-wise and people would probably see it. I mean, it could be much. called Scarlett Johansson in the future with a bunch of guns and I think it would probably do okay. It doesn't really need to be Ghost in the Shell, but, Ugh. you know. Yeah. But the director is not a good director. It's the guy who did Snow White and the Huntsman, so... It's oh. <laughs> well, I checked the his IMDb. He barely did anything, so I don't know. I mean, he, he's a commercial director. He his Snow White and the Huntsman like technically looks good, but like the movie itself is uh, I I don't know. I mean, they've been trying to make Ghost in the Shell for like fifteen years. Same with Akira. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. We know nothing about that. Yeah, yeah we, we don't, don't know, know anything. anything about the Akira movie. Nothing. Nope. Zilch. We don't. Know- I mean, we don't know anything about the 90s version with Kirk Cameron as Kaneda and Daniel Day-Lewis as um, that other guy, Tetsuo. Honestly, honestly, people are already screaming racism when it's when it's obviously just trying to cash in. Well, they, you know, I'm not that mad about the Scarlett Johansson thing because there's a certain point when you're going to make a super expensive movie that you have to have a star in it yeah. so that's the part i don't care so much about but what i do care about is that it's done by a director who's not good and if they had like if it was like well okay if not maybe james cameron now but if it was like james cameron like 15 years ago i would be like oh cool that sounds awesome but it's i don't think of anyone who could really do it or maybe the what wachowskis or something you know i mean james Cam- what's james- what's your beef with james cameron now huh punk he he made well, Avatar, he made fern gully live action <laughs> I'm just I I think he's too he would make it cost three hundred million dollars and it would be ridiculous. And he used to be a little more tamer and more concerned with story and stuff, you know. And he was good until like Avatar. I mean he's and I'm, he's busy making all those those three Avatar movies at the same time. It's like does anyone care uh, at this point? Yeah, that's that's a weird that's the, a weird situation. The like, environment why? guys, we gotta save it, bro. <laughs> Like, why? Who is sitting around? Like, man, I really want to see that Avatar sequel. I am I mean, every day of my life. Like, just, man, I really want to see that blue guy again. But everyone keeps defending him. Like, you know, the two sequels he did make were awesome, like Aliens and Terminator Two. But I'm like, yeah, but that was like a long time ago. So I don't know, guys. Titanic Two. That was a classic. <laughs> The reseeking. When Avatar came out, like it was a huge deal, but now it kind yeah. of fizzled. So it's like, does anyone really want to see the three sequels that's coming out that he's still developing? Well, well it's the like th- the first thing. The- is- oh, sorry, you can go. Sorry, oh, sorry. Um, the thing is that it would have been relevant, maybe like what a couple years back. Like when the hype was still there, the hype yeah. was st- the hype stuck around for a couple years. 
But he hasn't done anything, and I mean nothing, to keep people invested. Like, you, yeah. the least you could do is release like some comic books or something, or some merchandise, or like a short or something. But he hasn't done jack shit. He's just been like, "Oh, I gotta work on these movies." And then, like, once it comes back, people are, <laughs> are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Avatar. Sure, I'll go see that." Or, "Oh yeah, that thing. Okay." Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. Well, he's he he his career makes me sad because when I was like. <laughs> In middle school and stuff, I would marathon from Terminator to True Lies like all the time, <laughs> and like I don't really i I don't mind Titanic. I think it's good, but I don't watch it. My, I mean, I watch it because my wife watches it a lot. But um, I, you know, it's like after I was fine with Titanic, but then when Avatar happened, I loved it the first time I saw it, and then when I saw it again, I was like, oh, this is. I feel really stupid why and i don't know it's like because you bought the hype no i didn't buy the hype it was like when i saw it in an amazing theater with that had great 3d and a huge screen it was great and then when i saw it in a small theater and you could notice all the flaws more and you weren't wowed by the technical aspects of it but it's just not enough there beyond that you know it's like terminator 2 is an awesome movie even though it has amazing special effects and same with true lies is is a fun movie and terminator and alien like they're all they're all good for story reasons and they're like compelling and like and same with like titanic but then you get to avatar and it's like it's fern gully and dances with wolves and it's not that good you know and it's way too long and it's like oh my goodness wait hold on there's a movie where you where a guy dances with wolves <laughs> Oh my that god! Yeah. Awesome. No, no, no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say cats. Cats don't dance. Oh, damn it! God damn it! Uh, yes, I got a cats don't dance reference in. No, but uh, James Cameron kind had a little bit of hype that he was trying to promote because uh, there's there's articles that say. That's, that he said, quote, James Cameron said this, quote, they're gonna be bitching, those sequels. You will shit yourself with your mouth wide open. I bet if you see... Wow. If you, I, I 100% think if you see the first one in an amazing, like one of the better IMAXs, it'll be awesome the first time. Mm -hmm. But then when you see it on TV, you'll be like, oh, this is embarrassing. Like, why did I... Oh... <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, why? Hopefully the Avatar movies will be as bad as, like, The Room or something. James Cameron also said, it'll be better than Kickassia. <laughs> Brought it back around. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is, what? Kickassia is a channel awesome movie. Oh. Basically, Sorry. Nostalgia Critic and his friends said he didn't pay t to fly all the way to the same place, and they film a movie. Some, some, some flying from other countries. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad when makes me sad when you always think like your age group is going to be better and more honest, and then you grow up and went, no, everyone's always shitty. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, kid. A anyway, let's move on to the news. Now I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, toast in the shell, honky <laughs> united.
you know, I actually saw Ghost in the Shell, the the anime in theaters when it came out. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It was a good time. That's the whole story. That's it. I, I bought Ghost in the Shell from Barnes & Noble. It's like the original manga <laughs> entertainment release and not the 25th anniversary. Yeah, that's a good... I mean, it's also like Ghost in the Shell I haven't watched or read in a long time. I mean, I liked it a lot, but then, I don't know, has anyone else... Does anyone watch that regularly? Well, no, but I, I never got into it. But although I did get into the PlayStation 1 video game, which is a, a very basic shooter, but it's pretty, it holds up pretty well with the controls. Oh, they're making a new Ghost in the Shell game, and it looks actually really good. The movie game, or what? We'll just no, know. no, it's it's like an um, it's like a next-gen first-person shooter, and it looks really good. I will, uh, did I favorite it? Dick, I did not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dick, I didn't. Was the sequel to Ghost in the Shell good? I never well, saw it. Well, there was it. a TV show, but no movie. Wait, wait, they didn't movie? make... Did they make a sequel, or was it just a TV show that followed it up? Yeah, it was a TV show that was... Half of it was funded by Adult Swim themselves. I remember uh, watching uh, Ghost in the Shell on Adult Swim and being bored. <laughs> I mean, it's a... I don't know. It, I just a, wish they had someone better doing it. That's yeah. all. I mean, the thing is, like, they wanted to make it marketable, so if it's more marketable, they would hire a mainstream actor, so that's why they hire Scarlett Johansson. But uh, Holly- but they can't hire an Asian actor since there's hardly any, because the only Asian actor that I can that I know that your average person knows about is a uh, guy from Hangover, and that's it. No, that. there's the, uh, the girl... That- from What's her name? Pacific Rim? That's- no, no, the, the you know... She was like on the Disney Channel, and then she was in the Social Network. Brenda Song. Brenda Song. Yeah, that's it. Was that was she Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior? <laughs> yes, she I mean, was. She could. What's she doing? Nothing. She could do it. Not Actually, that's, that sounds worse. That's not. See, there's no one. Yeah, they. I don't know. It's like if it's more mar- if they hire Scarlett Johansson, it's more marketable than the means like, hey, yeah. give us more money. If they hire, because like if, for so many Hollywood uh, casting calls, they say white people only, so, and that's the main reason. Because one time I heard like they were trying to cast for um, I think one of the Lord of the Rings movies, like they wanted extras to be like the dwarves, and they didn't want any black dwarves. Well, that's because Tolkien's world is segregated. They <laughs> cut that out of the movies, but. All the black dwarves live in more of the urban areas, but the white dwarves live in the country. Oh my fucking god. It's like, okay, apparently dragons, that's believable, but whoa, a black dwarf, whoa. Whoa. Guys, if you you read the Silmarillion, you would know what happened to the black dwarves. And, you know, I think the white dwarves should be ashamed of themselves. Oh... So yeah, it's just... 400 years of dwarf slavery, and for what... Hey guys, you guys remember Song of the South? Uh, yeah. Man, that was that was worth the that wasn't was, that, that was worth the slavery for me. I don't know. I about think you. that was actually based on an anime. <laughs> Transition. Oh hey, so let's get into the topic. Grand 
to the grand tour. Stepping to the grand tour. Dragon Ball GT. Stepping to the grand tour. A brand new adventure begins. Another challenge for Goku and his friends. Now he's a Saiyan strong. He like makes him a child again. The Dragon Balls are trying to burn it again. World and everything within. The ultimate battle between good and evil. Who's gonna win when the sand clock dictates the consequence? Will I be both have the strength to be our last line of the match? Man, Roots was such a good movie. I'm so okay, happy. I think <laughs> that was based that on an anime. Stocking manga, sweet. So the topic today is uh, crappy U.S. remakes, particularly adaptions of Japanese stuff. Does, does anyone have a, sh- a good or sh- a good one or a shitty one they want to bring up? I found a good one. It's called Dragon Ball Z Evolution. Uh, okay, so Dragon Ball Evolution stars a white person playing Goku who is supposed to be a Saiyan, which... Okay, that's the only time it was acceptable to cast a white person in an anime. Because in an, okay. a movie based on an anime, because he's not Asian, he's a Saiyan. Um, hey, they can hide Okay, okay, okay. Jack I think Chan. we should just have a kind of pretty established rule. If we're going to talk about, like, white people being cast, we're going to be here all fucking day. So let's just say, like, uh, pretty much everybody is... White, whitewashed. Assist. Play yeah. Goku. Everybody was whitewashed, so let's just get that out of the way. Hashtag Oscars. Yeah. So Jackie Chan plays Goku in this smash hit. Uh, what happens in the movie? Dragon Ball Evolution, like it, it's basically the plot of Spider-Man Two. His grandparent dies, and then he's got to go find this green monster guy, and yeah, Jackie Chan dies, and yeah. he has to fight up. Uh, uh, Salad Man and teams up. Ernie Hudson was in it at some point. Oh, yeah, Ernie Hudson of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, oh. Then he teams up with uh, Blue Jackie Chan, and then they go fight evil. I mean, Grand Sky. I mean, the- dry like. This was made by 20th Century Fox, and they still own the movie rights, but 20th Century Fox is doing nothing but re-releasing those uh, anime movies that recently came out, Battle of the Gods. So they still own the rights to Dragon Ball, even though they're not doing anything with it. Whatever, they're not doing harm. Uh, Yes. Their damage has been done. Imagine an alternate universe where uh, Dragon Ball Evolution was had Michael Bay's budget and Transformers was done in like you, sh- you shit your fucking mouth <laughs> was done in like low budget Dragon Ball Evolution style. Please, that sounds like something they would do, like make a Dragon Ball Z movie directed by Michael Bay, and it'll probably give me a headache. Oh, so well, at least it'll have explosions. At least something cool might have happened. Well, no the way. thing is, I don't know how you can make a live action Dragon Ball movie. Well, I yeah. like if you're gonna do it with Kid Goku, then you know Kid Goku takes down his pants like a lot in that anime. Okay, well they can cut that out, but like just look at Kung Fu Hustle; they can do it in that style. Well, that didn't yeah. Stephen Chow. He he produced wasn't he involved? it. He produced it, oh, but okay. he didn't want to actually make it because I guess he saw the script and saw how terrible it was. Well, he did the, his last movie. He did what was it called the 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 somethings. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. I can't even... I can't... Sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, whatever it was, someone's going to be in the comments like... Uh, hold on. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever this mystery movie is called, it's the book is the basis, is what uh, Dragon Ball Z is based on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the movie was... His, uh, Stephen Chow's movie is the founding of the, a republic... Wait, what? Uh, no. It, oh, Journey to the West, right? What? Wasn't that Oh, it? Journey to the West. Okay, I'm looking at actor, and that's what it came on IMDb. But yeah, he did Journey Wasn't of the it West. Journey to the West? 
Yeah, Jer okay, sorry. Journey to the West, Conquering the Demons. Yeah, okay, which is, sorry. The, which is what Dragon Ball is inspired from. Yeah, so so he kind of did a Dragon Ball movie, but not at all. Yeah, so... Hmm. I don't know. Does it count? No. Yeah, it doesn't really count. But he did do count, that. Bro. And he's not even in it. He doesn't act anymore, which is lame. No. But yeah, if you go back to my Dragon Ball Evolution review, I, if they were going to do Team Goku, yeah, you, Ashton Kutcher would have made sense. Nah. Do you see Ashton Kutcher and Steve Jobs? That was... <laughs> That was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I'll be pissed off if my life was <laughs> my whole life and here's, I get played fast and Kusher. Here's my review of Jobs. Blows. <laughs> Thank you. I was actually saying last night on Twitter that if my life was made into a movie, I feel like I would probably get Kevin James. <laughs> oh, and it would be, you know, there would be a scene of Kevin James on Skype talking to you guys. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but if anyone in the comments is going to get mad at me about saying Ashton Kutcher could have been a teen Goku, just watch my Dragon Ball Evolution review and it'll make look, sense. Look, hold on. What have, like, yeah, watch okay. his terrible Dragon Ball Evolution review where he gets drunk. I like that review. If you remember, well, like, you have shit taste, Jim. Okay, I liked it. It was good. Did, hey, remember a long time ago in one of the podcasts when I was like tripping over stuff and I like I was yelling that my finger got caught in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's when I recorded the Dragon Ball Evolution review. <laughs> Wait, at the same time we were doing the podcast? Oh no, I, I recorded like a little before the podcast, oh. so <laughs> things weren't doing going well. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution was a piece. Okay, of imagine shit. imagine Agent Kutcher playing as Team Goku, and he like he tried to punk like Vegeta or something. Like, got you, bro. You getting your pod taken, towed away. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, but any sort of like st stoner, like Bill and Ted or Wayne's World type of stoner would have been that. That's t who Goku would be as a teenager. You know what I think? I think they shouldn't make a live-action Dragon Ball Z movie. It could work. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. It could work, that's, you assholes. They had to find a midget to play Krillin. <laughs> like, no one can Danny believe it. Danny DeVito is Krillin. Well, when they, when they run out of comic books and comic books to make movies out of, They'll go, they'll go, oh, all the kids who like Dragon Ball Z are now 40, so they would totally pay to go see one of these movies, so we'll make one. So it probably will happen again. That's why 20th Century Fox is just sitting around waiting, waiting for everybody to get old. They were hyping up a sequel in the after credit sequence, which contributed nothing, just, hey, Piccolo's still alive. Well, Piccolo's supposed to... Well, when King Piccolo died in Dragon Ball, uh, he spit out an egg, which was Kid Piccolo. Yeah. But the thing is, Goku's supposed to fucking punch through Piccolo and make a giant hole in him, no, and it's really it's, epic. They didn't do that. They just... He threw the uh, the <laughs> Kamehameha at him, and then he flew towards him, and it looks like... So I don't weird. know what that movie was trying to be, like Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball. It was, or like, like, it was like a in-between transition, I guess. It was like an... An incestual, like, inbred, like, spawn of Satan. Absolutely disgusting. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's... What are, what are your other favorite anime movie adaptions? 
I die within five minutes of landing on that beach. The invasion failed. We lose everything. Now I live the same day over and over. You have to die. Until you change the outcome. They know we're coming! Finish it! Edge of Tomorrow, rated PG-13, starts June 6th. Well, when I see an anime... It wasn't um, Edge of Tomorrow a... Um... It was. Adap- it wasn't an adaption of All You Need Us Kill. Yeah, a, ma- yeah. Yeah, but a manga. It was never yeah. an anime, but yeah. It was, it was a book and then a manga. Mm-hmm. But they were Japanese. So. Explain what that is, because I, I, I want to see it, but I haven't yet. I have oh, Edge watch. of Tomorrow? Yeah. Edge, Edge of Tomorrow is uh, basically uh, the world is being attacked by these aliens, and mainly in in Edge of Tomorrow, it's Europe. I don't know All You Need Is Kill. Nolan, do you know All You Need Is Kill? Or I have the manga right next to me. I bought it on a whim. Did they do they attack Japan instead of Europe in the in the manga? Here's what the um, synopsis says: When the alien mimics invade, Keiji Kiriya is just one <laughs> of the many recruits shoved into a suit of battle armor called a jacket and sent out to kill. KG dies on the battlefield, only to be reborn each morning to fight and die again and again. On his 158th iteration, he gets a message from a mysterious ally, the female soldier known as the Full Metal Bitch. <laughs> what? Oh, that's 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 in Edge of Tomorrow. Wait, <laughs> the name Full Metal Bitch? Yeah, it is. They so in in Edge of Tomorrow, how it's different is he is a PR guy for the army, and then the army's like, no, you gotta fight in the army now and not just be a PR guy. And so he does, but then he kills a mimic, what they call these aliens. And then the alien blood gets in him and then he starts repeating. And then eventually he talks to the place, the girl who Emily Blunt plays is the person they call the full metal bitch. And she, um, she had that same thing happen to her in the, the battle of, I think it's the battle of Verdun. And in, and that's how she became this amazing warrior, because if you're just time looping in a battle all the time, you're eventually going to get better at it, theoretically at least. And so he's getting better at like shooting stuff and using his cool action suit. And then, and yeah, and he just keeps repeating. It's like kind of a Groundhog Day type scenario, but it's also like the book is based on um, the, the guy who wrote the book based it on uh, watching people play video games, actually. <laughs> yeah, so the movie is just Groundhog's Day, where a character, where Tom Cruise gets killed, and then he repeats the same day over, and then he has to keep training over and over, just like those video games, yeah. Yeah, because that's, everyone, when it came out, was like, oh, it's like a video game. And then <laughs> yesterday I read on the Wikipedia that the author was like, in, that's how he came up with the inspiration. So I was like, oh, that's funny, that, <laughs> that still came came across but they changed the ending the ending's completely different in the manga apparently yeah i was just paging through the manga and like there's a scene where the guy wakes up and he's like hey dude um to one of his comrades he's like hey dude he's like what can i see your gun he's like yeah sure and he just shoots himself <laughs> not today and then he and then he wakes up the next morning he's like okay so that's what's happening <laughs> i mean it's it's a it's a fun movie it's like actually um good pretty investing yeah it is good it was uh, I was surprised how much I liked it. I mean, the third act, I think, just becomes like a typical big, you know, explosion fight scene at the end of a movie. 
But everything leading up to that is some of the most fun you can expect from one of those movies, you know? You wouldn't really expect how much fun it's going to be and how investing it is. Because it gets, it gets really dark because all your life is is going into war all the time, you know? I mean, that's pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't get no weekends? <laughs> that's, that's just sad. So, yeah, it's the only good adaption of a Japanese property, I think. So far. What about wait, Dragon Ball Z Evolution? Wait, wait, wait. What about Speed Racer? Oh, oh, hang on. We'll, we'll get to that one. Oh, oh Speed Racers. Ugh. Okay. Tom Cruise was in that movie, and Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise. Okay, I now can't think of... Uh, I know they based all him the times him dying on Wile E. Coyote cartoons. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> nice. I need to see this but, because because they were like like just think of all the funny ways someone can die, and apparently the person who was really into that was Tom Cruise. He thought it was like a really cool idea, so he kept he kept saying like up the humor in the kills because it does like. The first time I watched it, I thought it was funnier, and the second time I was like, "Man, I'm kind of." I kind of feel bad for this guy. <laughs> He'll be fine. But Tom Cruise is actually I don't I don't have no problems with Tom Cruise when he's in a good movie. I don't like him in those bad like, you know, he was in Brad Bird's big live action debut. So Oh yeah, the Mission Impossible. Yeah. Because he could have said Yeah, because he was the reason Brad Bird got to direct that movie was because he he was had enough star power to get like Brad Bird to direct a movie. And a lot of other stars, you know, it's like, because he's an unproven first-time director, you know? So, well, he did Incredibles, though. Yeah, since he all, he done, all he's done was animation, but him transitioning into uh, live-action worked really well. So I think, you know, I, I, Tom Cruise as a person, you know, whatever, but most of his movies are, I mean, not Jack Reacher. There's a lot of bad ones, but the you know edge of tomorrow ghost protocol they're two of my favorite action movies mm-hmm. in the past decade i think most people would agree with that mm-hmm. right and they're fun so i'm trying to remember like are there any other like primarily live animated directors going into live action because i know whoever directed john carter of mars that bomb uh andrew stanton but he he went back he's going he's doing finding nemo too he's <laughs> like well this didn't work out i'm going back Fuck this. Well, that one that one's a little different from what Brad Bird did because Brad Bird went to a different studio and Andrew Stanton used his clout with Disney and with all the Pixar guys. What had happened is all the Pixar, when Pixar got bought by Disney and Lasseter became the head of Disney Animation and all the other executives got bumped up, they, basically Stanton could get whatever he wanted. <laughs> so that's kind of like the worst thing to happen to a filmmaker is because if you think of like most of the stories you hear about how they're such a great director is when they have, uh, they're hit with insurmountable odds like Spielberg and jaws or something. But when you're, when you have everything, that's usually when most people screw up because they like, are like, I can do all of these things. And they're not trying to be inventive or trying to figure out how to get us on a, a certain thing. So also, that movie is a total mess. So that's it. Had it had. It's not just that he had all the money in the world. It's that that script is like all. Ugh. It just doesn't understand how drama works. Yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball Z Evolution was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Phil Lord and Phil Lord and Chris Miller they go from they literally did an animated movie and a live action movie in one year. 
Pretty much, yeah. Because they did Lego Movie and Twenty Two Jump Street, and they did Clone High, and Clone High is awesome. Yeah, I love Clone High. But yeah, let's talk about Speed Racist. Destined to race. Racing's everything. Determined to win. Take them now. That race was fixed. How can we fight this? The only way you'll ever stop them is to bring them to justice. From the creators of the Matrix trilogy. See you at the finish line. Speed Racer. Rated PG. In theaters and IMAX May 9th. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never saw it. Yeah. The, I admit. There's a... When I, when I wanted to see it, I remember I had heard about this clip of Stephen Colbert talking about it, and he had seen it, and he said, it's like being in an industrial, it's like being an industrial dryer with fireworks and lighting the fireworks and hitting tumble dry, and that Speed Racer. <laughs> Pretty much. And it is. Speed Racer stars a white person racing, and that's the whole movie, racing, although there's a lot of talking in between, which... Okay. Well, they, they have the cool transitions where people's like they'll be talking and their heads will go across the screen and transitions yeah the transitions are amazing but the opening where he's racing and you literally get everybody's backstory and you understand exactly every character by the end of that race is like x is like so well done because at the end of that, you know everything you need to know. You know about race. You know about their older brother. You know everything. So you don't. You don't need to. They don't need to spend time on exposition. They did it all in this crazy race scene. It's like the opening's so cool. The movie is mostly is basically a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> That's what it is. No, just the opening. Oh yeah, but it's, but it's it's that movie. I mean, oh man, it's just so crazy. I kind of like it just because it's like, how did this even happen? Well, I mean, like, I, the Wachowski siblings are like, okay. I guess the Wachowski siblings just like were were making the making the Matrix movies, and those movies were nothing but green. And they just said, you know what? We need some color. Let's make Speed Racer yeah. and put all these colors in here. I mean, it kind of like every time I watch it, I'm like, whoa. That's a, it kind of distorts the color on my TV. There's so much color. It's like too much. It's like just ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it's this hyper-stylized, uh, half-CGI with live-action actors kind of movie. And when it came out, I remember people were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it didn't... I think it was too... Like, they did a great... <laughs> uh, can we finish, Nolan? We're, we're having a, a conversation about the greatest movie of all time. Dragon Ball Z evolution, but but the what because most of the time when someone tries to take a cartoon and make it into a live action movie, it fails because they try to make it too realistic. And in Speed Racer, they just went so far to the in the opposite direction that it's and, pretty much like a live action card because that's what they tried to make it all all the backgrounds and that's and deep well, focus and everything. What? That's that's kind of one of my problems with it. Like when the when Speed is like a kid and racing and stuff, and like everything's all CG and stuff, it looks so fucking fake. <laughs> well, it looks so fucking fake. Well, the point, well yeah, like, but oh I my. don't think they were trying to make it look real though. I know, yeah. but it just looks it looks I don't know it looks bad because okay, well, how fucking fake it looks. Sometimes when they're when the characters are on top of like actual like uh, CG, like the one when they're picking up young Speed Racer from school. The yeah. background looked too saturated, or I don't know. Like, yeah, I was. No, like, it does. It does like it's like extremely 
ridiculous in how stylized it is, but I kind of I kind of like how yeah <laughs> how bizarre well, that is. And also, I hate the the fat kid, uh, fatty kid. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, everyone hates plays, the fat kid. Yeah, no, I like that he sounds like he's he's like an Irish guy from the forties. Yeah, he's like, oh, speed, what you doing? Hey, me and Shim Shim are gonna go. Oh, like who the father? Just, no, no, the kid. He, he has this Irish accent, and it's like he's from. I looked him up. He's from New Jersey. I don't know why. It doesn't oh, make yeah. any sense. But he's like, he's like, oh, sh- oh, speed! Don't be making out with Trixie now. Oh, I got a pot of gold, <laughs> and he keeps I mean, referring to his pot of gold. That we win the race. You've got to win the race for Ireland. <laughs> I don't know, no, 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 no. Anyway, the the scene where the kid ate the candy it was going really crazy inside that bad guy's oh, building. I love that. It was scene. so fuck you. That scene was terrible. It was I love, fucking terrible. I love how, how ridiculous. Like it was like I can't because you look at some of those shots, you're like, that must have taken months to do. You fraud. And, and it's like so ridiculous. Like I can't even imagine. Like, there's certain times when, I know I was just saying how when a director has too much power, it's a bad thing. But in Speed Racer, in Speed Racer's case, it's like a glorious, amazing I can't throw up it. of a thing. I don't know. I mean, part of it, it parts of it kind of felt like a, like a Spy Kids movie. You make it, you said the kid ate some candy and like. He just went all crazy that, and then it was all CG and it looked really, really bad. So did he get fucking roofied or something? No, he, he eats like. I don't know. He eats so much just a, candy. A suitcase full of candy, and he just goes ape shit. And he he drives. He gets this like a uh, golf cart and goes drives around in this building, and everyone's just flying yeah. around. And they play like bad rock music, and he's like, "Oh, chim chim, let me get some lucky charms. I ate too many. I'm so hyper." <laughs> you guys are making this sound like this is like the best scene in the movie. It's the best scene in the fucking movie. <laughs> No, the worst scenes. The worst scenes are in that movie is when it when it quiets down. That's like if someone could just make a cut and make it even more crazed and sporadic and hyper. I would love that. And someone take scene with the candy and just turn up the volume, make it really fucking loud, and make it last for two hours. It needs to have like the oh, movie man. equivalent of a nightcore remix where it's like sped up like times fifty. I mean, I saw that movie in IMAX. And I don't think I've ever recovered from it. <laughs> it was it was like, oh my god. I was just like, what? Is there any stories of people that? getting seizures from watching that movie? Hmm. If they did, it would be a great way to go. No, like, <laughs> one of my friends got a seizure watching Cloverfield. Wait, for reals, for reals? Yeah. Sucks. He, he, he oh, got, I'm sorry. He was fine. Are they okay? Yeah, he's no. fine. He got a seizure from watching a bad movie instead of Speed Racer. How dare you? Well, Cloverfield was okay. I actually, Cloverfield's one of my, the one, the few movies I haven't seen. But it's like a movie that everyone either loves or hates. It's okay. It's what, it was hyped. The trailer oh, yeah. hyped much, I like, guess. When Cloverfield came out, it was behind the, the first Transformers movie. They just made a trailer. Yeah. It didn't have a title or anything. It just said, comes out this day. And then people were online were speculating and saying, is it a Voltron movie or something? And if like, they had put that, I actually thought if they had put that movie out in September, it would have made even more. Because I remember by January, emotionally I had moved on and, you know. <laughs> it was a fuck you, it's January movie, basically. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, well. Uh-huh. Well, 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 well. 
I should go back to my Irish accent and do the rest of the podcast. <laughs> like, oh, let's oh. talk about the Japanese anime being adapted. Oh, lassie. Did any of you guys play the Speed Racer video game on the Wii or PS2? Oh, no. I did. A lot uh-huh. of times. Yeah. Apparently that's really good. I mean, it's yeah, it's actually a pretty good, like, uh, F-Zero clone. They used to have it on in the if you're ever in the NYCs and you go to the Nintendo store, you can just play games there. And they had that Speed Racer game there for a while uh, until they asked me to leave, and then they <laughs> took it down. But they, but I I did buy the game. No, you like, get no, you get for liking that one scene with the fat kid. I forgot the name. I keep forgetting. He was his. there. He played with me. I played. <laughs> He was he was one of the, he was Racer X and I was Speed and he was like oh Jim let's let's race for me pot of gold. <laughs> Did he lose Jim? Did he I never. He's like you'll never get me pot of gold, Jim. <laughs> I've hit it somewhere you'll never find it. You have to catch me first. And then Chim Chim would throw stuff at me. It was it was good time. Throw his shit. No, Chim Chim is that's really offensive. You know, not all monkeys do that. Chim Chim, What the fuck? Yeah, and Rain was in Speed Racer. Rain. Oh, oh yeah, Rain. Wasn't that that artist who also was in that movie uh, Ninja Assassin? Yeah, it's another Wachowski thing. That Ninja Assassin's great because when the ninjas walk around. And are about to attack someone. They literally say ninja. Did they really? I don't remember that from the. Movie. I, re- I remember they went ninja. <laughs> well, when I show and kill people, I say black guy. Well, they could say something else that starts with an N. Oh, I quit. What did you call me? <laughs> they'll be they'll be offended while they're dying. Whoa! What the fuck? You can't say that word. That's our word. <laughs> that was too offensive. <laughs> what was about the oh uh yeah okay speed racer uh it looks really fucking fake sometimes i just i don't know i guess that's kind of like a bizarre really high budget cult movie is is really what speed racer is and uh i just i don't know <laughs> when i watched rewatched it last night i was like man this movie's ridiculous it's way too long yeah but it is, it's 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 like over two hours like the uh, it's kind of know, like but... debating with itself if it wants to be like an action movie or a family movie in a way. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind yeah. of. I mean, the thing with the Wachowskis is they're ever after the Matrix. I feel like they've gotten superly overly ambitious, but in a way that makes kind of no sense. So like like Cloud Atlas is kind of a total mess and ridiculous, but I kind of like how ambitious it is. And same with that Jupiter Ascending looks like really horrible and. But it also looks like they tried really hard. Like they don't, they don't half-ass. Being you sound your best, ridiculous. but you always fail. It's like they always, they always really tried. I never feel like they, they just, you know, did it to cash a paycheck. Like they really wanted to try to make this. They put their all into it, but their all is way too much. They should probably scale it back a little bit. Yeah, uh, the best part of that movie was the last race where that little monologue happened. When's that fourth Matrix movie coming out? Shut up, Pan. It's, anyway, think, are they? No, I mean, those, I, I still I haven't seen see. Animatrix, and I want to see that. It's, oh, Animatrix is better than the sequels. Yeah, I, th- I think my favorite short in the Animatrix. I, I really want to. I wanted to do an Animatrix week where I review all the films in one week, but I think my favorite was the the one where they're in the ghost house. No, that's Monster House. <laughs> no, 
Oh, let's talk about Monster House. What a Monster House was actually based on the 1970s film House, uh, which is Japanese. Oh, well, have you? No, seen I, I made that. House? I made. I made that up. I'm sorry. That's no. not true. Have you seen House? It's really good. The show. I like the TV show. That guy no, was there's crazy. A, there's a, a Japanese horror movie, and these girls go to the country to stay at this house, and it's it's insane. It's kind of in terms of speed racer ridiculousness, but it's you. It's one of those like you know how like speed racer you'll never forget it, good or bad. House is kind of like that, but it's <laughs> it's amazing. Corey's oh. in you, his you, house. You would you should see. I think it's called House. It might be called like oh. pronounced differently, but it's awesome. Cory in the Monster House. Oh, yeah. That would be a good crossover. Speed Racer, good movie that bombed horribly because I remember it. Yeah, it didn't do well. I remember it went up against like Iron Man and this Vegas movie with Aston Kutcher. It came out like the weekend after Iron Man. I also think the thing about Iron Man is nobody knew Iron Man was going to be what it was. So I think no one expected to clear the way of it. Like, I think now, like when the Avengers movie came out, they didn't really put stuff after it. And like, now they know better, but at the, at the time, like no one thought Robert, this Robert Downey Jr. Movie was going to be a big, you know, franchise launcher or anything, you know? Yeah. What's crazy. Yeah. What's crazy is at the end of the movie, that's when they had the, uh, had a uh, Samuel Jackson come in saying, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers. And if that movie had bombed, all these yeah. Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor never would have happened. Oh, that would no. have been awesome. That would be so funny today. <laughs> Damn. They, Everybody they was laughing. Like, it was the Monday after that they were like, yeah, we're going to do Thor, Captain America, Iron Man 2, and then the Avengers. So nobody, like, everyone knew they were planning on doing this shared universe, but no one, they kind of, after everyone had seen that sequence... And they wouldn't even let the press see it. So it was really like a cool fan surprise. <laughs> yeah, because I know like uh, early screenings of Guardians of the Galaxy, they did not have the after credits scene. Yeah. Which well, was then stupid. People kept leaving during my... But then when I saw Man of Steel, everyone in the theater refused to leave. Oh. But then like they kept saying like, guys, there really isn't anything and no one b- bought it. But they were being really nice to us, and we should have listened. <laughs> oh, people wanted more of Man of Steel. Well, I think we just wanted to see... Nick Fury comes to Superman <laughs> saying, What the fuck did you do? <laughs> what the hell is this? I was saving the city. I'm sorry. What the fuck? I didn't know. This is how this, if this is how you save a city, I don't want you watching my apartment next weekend. Look, could you imagine if I wasn't here, if I wasn't sent to this earth? None of, I, who would have saved the city, huh? What? There's the no city, city save in the first place. <laughs> you know, the worst part about watching Man of Steel is um, watching it in New York, and people were like crying because of the devastation mm. reminded them of 9/11. Yeah. Imagine if you're watching it on that day. I've been awkward. That's like because people were, caused more damage than 9/11. Let that sink in. People were like crying and like talking about how I was like, Jesus, thanks a lot. DC sure knows how to make a fun superhero. Movie. Wow, DC made the first ever trigger movie. Well, it was just like people were really upset. I was like, why did I? 
what's going on right now, <laughs> Superman? Like, he Avengers caused, doesn't... It's his fault. I mean, if, if he was never sent to Earth, these aliens wouldn't have come here to find him. So it's all his fault. No, it's Kal-El's fault. No, wait, who's the father? Russell Crowe. Oh, it's all Russell Crowe's fault. What's his character's name? Dad-El. Dad-El, yeah, call him that. <laughs> it's his fault he sent him to Earth. Oh, man. Those... Okay. The, uh, Man of Steel. Did they also like make a no jokes thing where you can't tell jokes? That's that's on the set of Batman versus Super Superman. Oh. Yeah, that is a real thing. Oh, oh my god, it's no joke because they want to be different from Marvel. See, Marvel makes good entertaining movies, and they want to make bad, <laughs> super serious movies. Ooh. They want to make super serious movies about heroes in spandex. Um, yeah, super, uh, a serious bat. I mean, I do want to say if you want to make a good, like, if you want to make a serious superhero movie, fine. But you got to understand, you got to kind of keep the suspension of disbelief yeah. in mind and how far it'll go. You can't just say this is going to be super serious. Everything's super serious. Like, period. I mean, you gotta, like got to build if you watch, up. If you watch the Christopher Reeves movies, they had a sense of humor about them, and people still like those. So, well, the first two, the first two. I want to rephrase that. Yeah, I thought two. I thought uh, Watchmen was pretty funny. I'm pretty sure the reason Christopher <laughs> Reeve died was because of how terrible the third and fourth movies were. Wow. Ouch. Really That's sad. what he said when he fell off that horse. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead now. It's okay. A, a horse defeated Superman. I can't believe this. A horse. Well, no, no, but wait. What if in the comics after that happened, a new horse supervillain was introduced? Oh, <laughs> that's bad. Actually, you know what's that was around the time that the whole Doomsday thing happened. Death of Superman. Or yeah, that was like the same period, pretty much. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember the uh, the writer of the movie Chronicle made this long video explaining how stupid uh, the death of Superman was. I love oh, that video. Max Landis is great. I like Max Landis. I mean, those the problem with that was such a gimmick, and everyone fell for it. But I feel like as soon as the funeral of Superman happened, and, and I remember everyone kind of realized we had all been gypped. <laughs> like we're like, what the fuck? Are you serious? This is gonna go on. Like you're just you're clearly bringing him back. Like just admit it. And they're like, no, we're not gonna do that. We swear. And well. The reason like, people fell for it was because it had never been done before. This was yeah, like the had, first time they were killing off a major superhero. The thing is, in in Batman, they had a really good storyline with Bane and when he breaks Batman's back. And if that storyline with Asriel and all that stuff, that's good. But that didn't get nearly the press that killing Superman would. But they didn't kill him. He, I mean, everyone knew he was coming back. Maybe yeah, they should have made actually, a. Max, Max Landis made another uh, made an, a video when he was in college about the Batman arc you were talking about too. I mean that would that would be a good. Oh, he doesn't like it or. No, he does like it. He's just talking about like he yeah. just talks about it while he's cooking. It was I mean, like a cooking with comics. <laughs> oh really? I mean, his chronicles really good, even though it's just you know white people Akira with. Uh, yeah, that's a better Akira footed. remake than if if the one ever happens. Yeah, yeah, it's like because yeah, totally, thing. it's like if you just followed Canada the whole time, and you know because Canada had the camera, or sorry, oh, whatever. Tetsuo. Tetsu wait, wait, what? Tetsuo was the one who went mad with power, and that's what happened to the main guy. 
The main guy always had the camera. Oh, you're right. Mastered his powers better until he fucking went ape shit because of yeah. how much he fucking hated his life. Crawling in my skin played. <laughs> Emo kids rejoiced. And then finally, Kaneda was just like, fuck this shit. And he threw a fucking spear in his back. Yeah. Oh, that Chronicle's a great movie. I love it. I, I like Chronicle. Well, I, more times I watch it, the more I like it. So hopefully that Fantastic Four thing won't shit the bed like we all think it will. Oh, Fantastic Four, the world's greatest losers. Oh, I'll wait for that. There's a TV series, I think it was done by Marathon, the guys who made Totally Spies, and it was called Fantastic Four, World's Greatest Heroes, which... mm, Wasn't there an episode where it revolved around a court, like (laughs) a court scene, and it was... I hope they get sued because I'm pretty sure they're not the world's greatest anything. Ouch. No, they were called the world's greatest comic. That was like their tagline. (laughs) Seriously. Hey Jim, didn't you see the uh, the 1994 uh, Fantastic Four movie? I, I have seen. Oh, oh no, I saw it. I actually saw the Fantastic Four 94 movie. So did I talk? I talked about. I did not talk about this on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Right? No. Oh, okay, so so here I will tell my illustrious history with the 1994 Roger Corman Fantastic Four. So what had happened is first I thought because I was an idiot and also 11 that I could get this movie from blockbuster somehow in the mid nineties. So I kept going to blockbuster and pestering them why they didn't have this movie. And they kept looking at me like, kid, I don't even know what this is. Like, why are you doing this? And I kept telling people like, we're going to have a sleepover this weekend. I'm going to get fantastic Four, And even though it sucks, we're going to see it. Yeah. And like I didn't, but then I went to a lot of conventions and they'd always have TVs playing like old, comic book tv shows that never went anywhere because most of them back then didn't and so i would sit there and watch most of them when i could and someone had the fantastic four movie on and i literally stood there and watched the entire fantastic four movie on a little tv in a convention and that's how i saw it which i think is the best way to have seen that movie because it's pretty horrible but i don't remember it it, it's like you like the Ed and Eddie episode where Eddie and went and watched those monster movies. So they went to Rolf's house and Rolf had like the really tiny TV screen. Yeah, it was kind of it was. I and mean, I think my dad walked around and bought comics and was like, yeah, you can. I'll just leave you watching this horrible movie. And it was a bootleg because it's never officially been released. 
movies. So I think the quality was, I, I think it might have even been second generation. Like, there's no way this story could get any sadder. Oh. <laughs> That's so terrible. I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, like, there was no YouTube back then, so this is the only way you could have watched this unreleased oh, Fantastic yeah. Four film. I mean, I think I watched it at a convention. It was like the mid '90s, and that's how I saw it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna link to it in the. I'm, I'll link to it in the description. But the trailer just speaks volumes of how terrible it looks. Oh, wait. oh it's it's you're, horrendous. You're talking about the movie where they're trying to keep the rights to it. No, the uh, the original Fantastic yeah, they, Four 1994 thing. Because no, no, I'll be right Ken's, back. Ken's actually Ken's actually right. Um, yeah, they made uh they made that movie so they can keep the rights for three more they years. They were gonna. They were going to lose the rights, and they had to make the... Because you know how like they keep making Spider-Man and X-Men movies every couple of years? They have to do that, or they'll lose the rights. That's in the rights agreement. And so they had the rights to Fantastic Four, and if they didn't make it by a certain date, then they would uh, they would lose the rights. And so that's the only reason they made it. Yeah, so they, had, they, they were obligated to make the movie, but they were not obligated to release it. That's the thing. Yeah. That is true. But they um so someone leaked it and no one knows who. It was but me. thankfully, but thankfully, ten years later, they made that really good Fantastic Four movie, right, guys? <laughs> oh yeah, the one with Jessica right, Alba. Right? That movie was great. Oh. Remember this? Actually, where... I saw that and I got so drunk that <laughs> when I got home and I, I remember I was with friends and we all. I got like really, really drunk. Well, which is the only way to see it, by the way. And then when we the next day, it was like that that Ebert and Roper show was on, and they're showing clips, and we all went, "I don't remember this movie at all." <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like that happened. You wow, that the movie seems movie. really bad. No, <laughs> no I, I, I bet you guys were just laughing, it. laughing at all the jokes in that movie and stuff, and just throwing up near people. <laughs> it was actually like a midnight show, and then there were all these little kids there. It was one of the weirdest. I don't know. And then someone, then there was a report like some kid was missing. I don't know. What I'm not going to get Jim. What the fuck? Oh did my you god, do? Jim! Did you kill someone? Someone said. Someone said. Someone referred to themselves as the Human Torch had abducted something. I don't. I don't want to get into this. My lawyer would be did, upset. Did he, one of your friends light themselves on fire, saying, "Look at me, guys! I'm the Human Torch." This is like the Hangover. You, you don't know what happened last night, and you did all these things. No, no, it, it's missing. like the hangover but your memories are just watching the fantastic <laughs> four movie so it's it's basically like the hangover three oh. <laughs> throwing up everywhere what a terrible oh, it, piece of shit it was oh and then people i've heard people defend the second one and every time i'm like you know what i'm not even i'm not even drunk enough to watch this so. i can't even like when the new one comes out usually i will review like the previous version of the franchise or something like that. And every time I think about revisiting those movies, I'm like, I just, I, I can't life's too short. You know that <laughs> I feel like there's certain points where it's just self self harm. Okay. Watching Fantastic four. Here's my only memory of fantastic Four. the first one. All I remember is Jessica Alba, like taking off her clothes so she can become invisible. So she can cut to the front of the of this crowd, even though the rest of the team got to the front without taking off their clothes, which is like, what was the point of that? Uh, fan service, I guess. Uh, 
And the second one had uh, the Silver Surfer's penis. Yes. And also, yeah. there, there, there's a yeah. There's people like, who like freeze frame it and saying like, "Hey, if you freeze frame here, you can see Silver Surfer's penis right here." Silver, Silver Surfer doesn't have a penis, so that's not canon. Well, except for this yeah, one scene, apparently. Uh, see, I did not. I refused to go back and do Fantastic Four two. I was. Uh, those movies and. <sighs> You know, I don't know. 20th Century Fox. Man, this is like a shit on 20th Century Fox podcast, isn't it? Oh, fuck Fox. But I have another adaption 20th Century Fox made. What? The, uh, Street Fighter, the movie in Street Fighter, Legend of Chun-Li. Here comes Street Fighter 2. You want them, you got them. 12-inch tough, snarling, savage Street Fighters. Ryu's ready with the Kung Fu 1-2. Wonka's gonna bonk ya. Wild Guile and you'll go out in style. And Wicked M. Bison comes out slicing. Capcom Hall of Fame Street Fighter 2 figures eat so separately. Oh, shit. I forgot about that they made both those. Does anyone even remember the Chung Lee one? I saw that in theaters and it was like, this has nothing to do with Street Fighter at all. Wait, that movie came out in theaters? Yep. What? I can't believe it either. It's like, wow, this is like a straight-to-video film. Well, like, why did they... Why just Chun-Li? Was she the most popular? Like, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, for... Well, I, I'll, you, there's one thing I can give credit to uh, the, the the Van Damme movie, is that at least they didn't, like, whitewash anyone. <laughs> Everyone was their ethnicity, but... Wait, what was it? Where was it going? But, but they focused on Guile, of all people. It's like, what about Ryu? <laughs> Why not Ryu? And instead you get Guile, and now you get Chun Li. Like, well, I heard on uh, what's that podcast? How does this get made? Not that there are other podcasts, but this one. But if there were, it's the only one that you should be watching. But they did a Street Fighter, and they investigated like how they did the script, and supposedly the guy just didn't want it to be just like fighting or something, which is like okay, I guess that's a good idea. So he came up with this whole. <laughs> This whole plot line. Wasn't it like uh, Raul Julio is trying to take over the world or something? Yeah, he was an evil dictator and a... And, a... and I think he, he died while filming it because that movie sucks so bad. You still refuse to accept my godhood. Keep your own god. Fact. This might be a good time to pray to him. For I beheld Satan as he fell from heaven like lightning. Oh yeah, that w- that was his last film. Although I thought everyone thinks he did the a great performance because he hammed it up and it was perfect. I mean, he he does ham it up, but I don't. You know, look, he can have his Adams Family movies. Wasn't that him? Yep. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was in those. Uh, I liked him in those, but he does. You know, come on. <laughs> come on. That movie sucks. It was, but he did a great performance. But Legend of Chun Li, like everyone, was terrible. I mean, they had like one of the guys from. Black Eyes Peas to play Vega, the guy with the mask and claws. Wait, was it was it Will I Am or yeah. was it one of the other? Will I Am, I think, yeah. 
He should change, uh, okay. he should change his name to Will I Act. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa, Thank you. whoa, whoa. I'll take my check now. I'll take my pizza. Ooh. <laughs> Give me those crumbs. Like oh, I love crust. You can have a pizza pocket. The one that, this half-eaten one. And I'll, I'll FedEx you some crust. Oh, yes. I finally earned my money after all these years on this podcast. This year. It hasn't been, been a year yet. It's twenty. It's been 20 years. Does she do the, the, the multiple kick thing? Oh, the spinning bird kick? Yeah, she does that. Yeah. Then it looked terrible. Okay. Well, that's that makes it up. It's a good movie. Oh, yeah. And they, well, the, they, the real question is, if, if someone was to put a gun to your head, What's a better movie, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, they're so both so bad. But Mortal. Co- oh wait, you mean the the American movie, American Street Fighter what movie? Do you... I mean, like, yeah. okay, which, which 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 Street Fighter movie are you referring to? Street Fighter the movie or Street Fighter Chun Li? Uh, <laughs> no, the first Street Fighter versus the first Mortal Kombat, oh. the American one. Hmm. The, didn't the Street Fighter movie he was all like fight it was wait I don't remember well I'm gonna say Mortal Kombat because because of that theme song was cool yeah, yeah. Half hour. oh yeah where he's like Mortal Kombat yeah exactly so it's it's the best movie I actually had a, a history I have a history with the Mortal Kombat movie in that my parents you were like, drunk no I wasn't drunk I was speaking too- of people who are drunk uh, are you okay, Nolan? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, sorry you had to make pizza or order <laughs> no, pizza. No, it's okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, guys, how was the game? Awesome. Oh. <laughs> that was not the reaction we wanted. Awesome. <laughs> okay, it was okay, I guess. Yeah, it's okay. That was from my uncle, who's Three Shades of the Wind. No, but I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Did you get Mr. Plinkett in here today? (laughs) So wait, what was the question? What are we talking about right now? Oh, what was better, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, the movies? Tell your friend, I'm not wrong about it. He says he's not wrong about global warming. (laughs) Oh, I didn't didn't think he was. Well, sir, uh, Al Gore was right. We messed up. There's no fixing it. So, Jim, hey, that's we'll, that's an inconvenient no, truth there. He's made a billion dollars. <laughs> so, Jim, what was your history rich. with Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, oh. Jim. Go on. Is that a bit? I I don't know if that's real. Uh, okay, my history with <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> sorry. Um, this this uh, isn't a bit. This is all. Uh, this is this isn't a bit. This is Nolan's life. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Nolan is my uncle drunk. No, no one's uncle is Mr. Plinkett. So, um, so my history. I swear to God, I'm not wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Okay, Pan. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Jim. Please, please tell me. It's okay. Kept making me laugh. So I wasn't. Okay. Um. So. When the World Combat movie came out, I think I was like 12 or 13. I was probably I couldn't get into. I couldn't get into it because I was 13. And so my parents were like, well, we don't actually want to see this movie or support it. So we won't, we won't 
take either of the options of taking you to see this movie or just buying the ticket, like you giving us the money and us buying the ticket for you, which they would do a lot for me. They're like, we won't even do that for this. So you, you're not allowed to see it by default. And I was like, what, what am I going to, I wanted to see it. And so I had to wait forever. And then I got invited to a friend's house and I was all excited. I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to see it. And I instantly did not like it at all. <laughs> like, it was the most disappointing. I was like, oh, I spent so much time arguing with my parents. Like, no, Mom, I want to go to Tashi Station and get power converters and see Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they wouldn't let me. First off, Tashi Station, they never let me go to, which is like a whole different thing I don't want to get into. But the... But they would never let me see it. And then I saw it, and I was like, you were right. It sucked, me." That's my history with Mortal Kombat. Not as good as the Fantastic Four. I'll, I will say that. <laughs> oh. I mean, not as good. Sorry. Not as good of a story. Mortal Kombat is better than the Fantastic Four 95 movie. I will give it that. Sorry. <laughs> All I remember from the Fantastic Four movie is Jessica Alba. And, like, didn't the sequel have, like, a Abraham Lincoln guy? The planet eater, whatever. Oh no, Galactus! Oh, Galactus. He, he was Galactus? a giant cloud. Wait, yeah, that was lame. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back for a second. Do you think Galactus looks like Abraham Lincoln? What? Well, the hat thing. Not really. Oh. Okay. Listen here. I I I look at jokes on the internet and I just copy that. <laughs> oh. And I remember someone compared them to Abraham Lincoln. No. So I. I never heard that before. Four score and seven years ago, I'm going to eat your planet. He, he had the hat, you know. It's no, I, I can kind of say sorry. I just just fascinated, but they changed him into a cloud, right? Yeah, that was really lame. They should have just went out all out, just make it complete like shit or whatever. Why did they? Why did they make him? Oh god! Because I guess they couldn't believe a big purple gay man eating planets. <laughs> well, you know, there's a certain thing when you have a director or writer who clearly doesn't get comics or whatever they're adapting, and and they have like a certain disdain for it, and so you get adaptations like that. It's like, like they're like, I don't know, who gives a shit? Let's make it a cloud. I don't fucking care. <laughs> oh, let's make it. Let's put in a giant robot spider. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, what was that? That was supposed to be in one movie? Okay, okay so there was going to be a, a Superman movie by Tim Burton and written by Kevin Smith, and the director really wanted there to be a, a giant robot spider, but that movie never happened. So up in, so in uh, Wild Wild West with Will Smith, the film that Will Smith took instead of The Matrix, because he was going to be Neo, but then he decided to go with Wild Wild West, there was a giant spider in that, and that was by the same producer. I like that he said... When, when they asked him why he didn't do The Matrix, he was like, I didn't get it. And I'm like, wow, you're pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> that's like not, look, The Matrix is not that complicated. I mean, let's, you know. <laughs> he was confused. He was thinking. so deep. It's so deep, dude. He was, was like, like, was I in The Matrix? In this wait, Matrix? so you're saying, are you saying I'm not Will Smith? And that I'm in this thing? It was like, that I can't accept. No, so, and then he passed on Django. Also, oh yeah, because he wasn't uh, going to be the main star, or what was it? He didn't like that um, that uh, that Django be- wasn't the lead, and that Christoph Waltz was more of the lead in his opinion, and that he wants. And he also doesn't like to curse too much in his movies. <laughs> it's just like like uh, Will Smith. Will Smith could be have such a have 
Um, Will Smith could have had such a better career if he wasn't such an idiot about it. Like, you know, it's like he's like he wouldn't do Django Unchained, but Men in Black Three. Oh boy, like uh, what an idiot! Who's the idiot? I'm sorry, I got distracted. Will Smith. <laughs> I, oh, Will Smith said no to Django, but he said yes to Men in Black Three. He also said yes to Shark Tale. Oh, <laughs> what a dumbass! He was like, "Hey, wait, I can sing my rap." Oh boy. Oh, gee, Willikers, I gotta do this. Did he sit? Did he sing like getting fishy with it or something? No, maybe. I don't, that sounds. I like... watched that. I watched that movie recently, and I don't remember. Ooh. Uh, anytime I see a clip for that on TV, I'm like, how is this? They released this as a movie. <laughs> it's like everything wrong with DreamWorks. They they put it into one film. Oh, All the celebrity God. voices so- and puns and marketing. Yeah, so now they can make good movies. They just have to get it out of their systems. Yeah. Oh. I guess so. Well, I like, I like the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Listen, I, I want Galactus in the Avengers because I think he looks ridiculous, and I think that'll be funny. Well, I don't think he can because 20th Century Fox has one. Jerks. Fox is, Fox is the worst company of all time. Oh. But speaking of uh, Fox, since since Fox owned uh, the Street Fighter movie license for how and made a bunch of shitty films, like what they could have done was also make Street Fighter versus X Men the movie. But no, they couldn't. Well, oh, that sounds cool. I'm down for that. <laughs> Look, that, that, that sounds cool. Though that sounds well, cool, but it's probably gonna end up being lame. Yeah, because yeah. like in the end of Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li, like I, they said, hey, just go. There's this competitor in there's this tournament by this guy named Ryu. Would you like to be in it? And there was never a sequel. And she was like, "No, ooh." And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank Imagine you. Chun-Li fucking sucked. I saw that in theaters. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Oh, wait. Wait. There was a Street Fighter sequel in theaters? Legend of Chun-Li. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was released in theaters. <laughs> Was it uh, a limited release, or it was more of a prequel? Well, it's its own movie. It's in its own universe where it's nothing like Street Fighter at all. And what's what's worse is was it a limited release? As in, did they only release it in a few theaters? No, this this was a wide release. I remember seeing commercials for it on Cartoon Network. Like, why would they advertise on Cartoon Network? But what's what what sucks more is that I remember like Street Fighter Four, the game that came out near the same time so it was like I guess cross promotion oh oh listen maybe we can get a a Street Fighter movie soon hopefully well at least there's those animated movies but yeah I guess we're done I think we're going way over time so I guess it will talk about wait hold on hold on Let, let us ask my uncle a question Yes, um, Uncle Dixer. Yes? What do you think of the United States adapting foreign properties? It's like uh, taking movies, TVs, and shows from Japan. What do you think of the U.S. making that? From a goddamn uh, legal standpoint? No, just in general. How do you think think the U.S. handles um, individual properties from Japan? Do you mean actual physical property? Or legal, I mean, uh, like TV shows, like property. TV shows and movies. Oh, they should do it. I mean, if we, whoever owns it, owns it. Truer words were never said. <laughs> yes, and Pan, you need to draw uh, Mr. Plinkett now and put him in the podcast. Whoever wrote it, it's that simple. Whoever wrote it, owns it. How's that wrong? 
Well spoken. Good God bless America. In you should ask me. I'm not wrong. He's not. He's not wrong. I will agree with him. Wh- whoever wrote it wrote it. That wise words for my uncle. Yeah. Dead. Oh, but hey, Godzilla '98. How's that? Nobody cares. Well, everyone forgets about it because we got Godzilla this year. So. Oh yeah, because I, I I like the Godzilla of this year to uh, 2014. Well, last year, I thought it was yeah okay. The first ha- the first hour was boring, but until the actual uh, like a uh, Godzilla monster attack started happening, then it got interesting. Well, that that's a whole thing where it's like, like sure, me wait uh, like us waiting to see him made that fight extra awesome, mm-hmm. but. Then we had a whole movie, a Godzilla movie without Godzilla, really. And it's like, I didn't really want to see an Aaron Johnson disaster movie. So it's like, sure, it was a good disaster movie, but was that, I don't know. It's like, it's a good movie, but I kind of think they should have given us more monsters. The first half was just like too serious. It was just boring. Yeah. But when it got to Godzilla... Didn't it have the guy with uh the guy from Breaking Bad? Yeah, for like ten minutes, and then he was gone. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't in it very long. Oh, that was a good idea for them to do. Yeah, totally awesome. Yeah, Smart well, you know, a, a Bug's Life is kind of like an adaptation because there was Seven Samurai, oh, yeah. and then they made The Magnificent Seven, and then they made A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bug's Life is all about that life. Uh, yeah, but. The, the, the Godzilla movie, like the first, like when it got to Godzilla and he killed off those monsters, everyone in the theater applauded how he killed them. It was you no, know, it was a cool, it was an awesome scene. It was just like waiting for, I don't know, it would have been cool to see all those battles because they were teasing us too much. You yeah. know, it's like Jaws like did it really well and clearly wanted to do that, but it, like he was he was playing with us and it got a little old by the time. I mean, but that fight is amazing when he like does the whole atomic breath kiss thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome. I I liked it, but you know, I I both agree with the people who hate it and agree with the people who like it. Well, there was also uh, the Godzilla animated series, but I, I guess we'll talk about TV shows some other time because we're already like two hours in. Okay, questions. If anybody has a question, post them in the YouTube comments below and be sure to start your question with the word question so it's easier to find. That's all. Okay. So the first question is by Tilla Pasta. Question. I have been making YouTube videos for over seven years now, currently at 377th video, and I still average about three views per hour. How do I, I mean, three views per video. How do I get more people to notice me? I don't want to comment on other videos advertising myself because I find those comments annoying. Advice? Uh, well, I don't actually know what these videos are. Oh, well, so, I checked on uh, his, I checked and he does 
a bunch of let's plays of Pokemon. Oh, I mean, what? So it's just him playing Pokemon? Yep. You could post them on different social networks, talk to people and network, but I mean, you I could. Mean, there's a lot of places on Reddit you can post things actually, um, yeah, where I they mean, won't just take it down and say it's spam. Yeah, but there's a ton of like Pokemon Let's Plays though. So yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's not like you have to think of like what would make it unique, I guess. Yeah, I just don't understand why everybody asks like us about. Yeah, this. I don't. Like, I feel like well, I'm the well, I'm the internet famous person here, so you know. I, I uh, you're like, a Z-list. Ow. Yeah, you are Z-list, Pan. I feel like much. we we, we kind of answered this before. Well, not really. No, I swear but, we answered. This is the same question. No, like, I don't feel like we popular. have. They're the same question, but with like these weird little like minute differences no, that we, just we answered about. I think. Uh, Art, but not of videos. Well, but same, <laughs> same shit, different day. No, yes. when we but, get the same question, this pace what we said before this over this. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like last time Sam, I was really off. better. What? Pan, don't you use Microsoft Sam to fill in like timestamps and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, just have Microsoft Sam say, "Go watch the other fucking video." <laughs> okay. Well, like uh, to tell this person, like. What I did was like I usually just made uh, video reviews of cartoons, and that got me that got me a little bit of exposure, but not much. It's it's not until I started doing top tens is when I when things actually like started getting when I started getting real more popular because mm -hmm. ev everything just got like much more. It got me much more exposure than I did before. So all you got to do is like. Keep trying the same things, but also try other things and see how that turns out. Just experiment. Yeah. Make top 10 Pokemons. Yeah. Top 10 <laughs> trainers. Yeah, so... And have a thumbnail that allures the person in. Yeah, put put breasts I, on the thumbnail. Yeah, do that or something. Goomba with breasts <laughs> on there. That'll turn out well. Yeah, that'll give me a bone. Oh. Oh, hang on. Let me just... Right, it, it's working, but yeah, oh, okay. just try other things and don't, don't, because all you got to do is just try other things, not and I guess repeat the same ones just to stay consistent. Because once you figure out what you needed, what kind of video people do like, and what's getting you traction, just I don't know, I guess do that once a month or something, or just or like post it on your if they have a Facebook or a Twitter and stuff, posting it on there. Help. I mean, I don't know if this person's already doing that, but like. I know everyone's not really into posting their shit on Facebook, but most of those people are people who already know you and will probably watch something by you. So that usually, unless you're getting a lot of like, you know, cyberbullying or something, I don't know. But like, if if you know, I'm sure there's people who would who would watch it who are your friends on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Those are like easy views you can get, you know, even if it's your aunt from Missouri. But yeah, post consistently and just figure out what people want to see and figure out who your audience is or what, what well, you're trying to get. Make sure you're posting at a time like during the day because I used to post stuff whenever I was done with it and that doesn't really work. You need to post stuff at like, I, I, people would say like between two and four and I, stuff like that. I say when but, people are getting out of school or work like 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, around then's a good time. Like, stuff like that. Just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's get into the other questions. Hang on. Uh, 
We need more. We need more funny questions. Oh, hang on. What's the favorite part of? Wait, on. Uh, I had a joke, but I fucked it up. Ah, here's one. John McDonald. Question. I listen to a lot of podcasts while I animate, especially this one, because it's great background. No. How can you listen to this one right now? Yeah. What the fuck? This, uh, liar. Next question. We don't. We don't answer liars here. Sorry, sir. I listen to a lot of podcasts because it's great background noise while I work. Are there any other podcasts or audio-based content that you guys recommend? Fuck you. Next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is our podcast not good enough for you? Yeah. Well, you should listen to it again. What the fuck? There's a lot of subtle nuances that Pan puts in. You know, Sleepy Cast by the Sleepy Cabin guys is pretty good. <laughs> Okay, so. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> you should listen to the Taco Party podcast where they talk about um, uh, Mexican cartoons. It's pretty good. I'm guest starring on there. That's me. <laughs> yes, you. Oh, wait, is that a real podcast? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. There's already like two other people named the Pizza Party podcast before us. When it's on TMZ type place, and I don't know what the other is. See, sometime we should actually eat pizza while we do this podcast. Yeah, actually, I just ordered pizza, but everybody would know that from earlier. See, that's that's we should all have each have a pizza, and we all have to eat the whole pizza by the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. That sounds I like I would, but all I get is crust, fuckers. Well, that's like that's pretty deep if you think about it. You know, deep dish. Deep di- God damn it, Jim! <laughs> but up, up, but up, up. Superman. Superman. I was gonna say something, but I've forgotten, and it's all Jim's Wait, fault. Who said Superman? <laughs> I did. What's know, going on? I remember. I don't. Know, I remember a Robot Chicken sketch where they said ba 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 Superman. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Oh, it is. Oh, so what? What was the? Oh, they want us to come up with more podcasts. Yeah, what, what are some of our favorite podcasts that we listen to? Um, there's actually there's one. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but mainly ones that feature me. No, um, like <laughs> there's one called the Canon. I like where it's two critics and they debate whether a film should be in the Canon, which is the Canon's considered like what are the great films. And they pick movies that people um, either think should be in there or popular movies. I like that one. And it's only an hour. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can listen to the whole thing by the time I get to work. Yeah, not like this podcast because it's five hours. Well, yeah, but this podcast, I can, like, do some errands, do some introspectful walking around of the park, getting kicked out of the park. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say another podcast. Second funniest podcast with the voice of Sly Cooper in it, and uh, his friend who I forgot. I'm so sorry, friend of Kevin Miller. Please forgive me. Okay, just to be clear, the, the podcast is called Second Funniest Podcast. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, so Sleepy Cast by Sleepy Cabin, and Second Funniest Podcast by uh, Kevin Miller and uh, his friend. I'm so sorry. I wish I remembered your name. I'm an idiot. I love you. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what's a good one and is really funny. Um, Harmon Town by Dan Harmon, who did Community and Rick and Morty. That one's actually really. It's kind of doesn't. It goes. It goes on for a while, but it is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But not as funny as that. I mean, this is the best one. I would say this is the best podcast of our generation. I mean, I don't know why he's he's 
only listening to it once. That's not a true fan. A true fan would listen to it three times before the new one comes out. That's a true fan. Oh, I think my favorite podcast is uh, besides <laughs> mine, is uh, the uh, I mean ours. Yeah. 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 Is uh, everyone the... knows that Jim is the star of the podcast. No. Obviously, is Kevin Smith <laughs> no. and Ralph Garman's Hollywood Babylon. It's just a, like an hour long podcast where they discuss like whatever's going on in movies and they just t- say horrible things about it and Ralph Garman does these stupid impressions. Wait, Kevin, Kevin James? No, Kevin Smith, the guy who directed Mallrats and Clerks and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he did a really I'm like Kevin James have no right talking about bad movies. Have you seen <laughs> the shit he been in? But Kevin Smith has like a whole network of different podcasts. That's what he does now instead of making movies. He makes a movie occasionally, but now primarily it's podcasts. His interviews, he didn't, he, anytime he interviews a director, it's always really good. Like I'm always surprised at how good he is at interview. I think he did Ryan Johnson who did Looper. That was really good. And, um, I forget her name, and then it's going to come to me later tonight, and then I'll yell it out. Oh, that sounded bad. Anyway, the point... <laughs> you know, like, when you forget someone's name, and then you're in the grocery store, and you're like, ah, Abe Vigoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, but anyway, the person who directed Big and A League of Their Own, and he did, like, a three-hour interview with her, and she's the first woman to direct a film to make over $100 million. And... um and it was a really good interview. I was like, the one thing I took away from it was that um, the end of A League of Their Own was actually Spielberg liked it so much that he was like, can I use that? And he used it on Schindler's List, which was interesting, which is, I was like, whoa, mind blown. Schindler, Schindler I can't say the fucking name. I'm sorry, Flintstones List. Flintstones <laughs> oh. List. Clerks, the animated series reference. Spielberg's, Spielberg's greatest opus. Did you you know they had... Oh, man, I, I need to rewatch the Clerk show. I remember really liking it. Yeah, it's only six episodes. It's the fully coolie of American animation. Uh, let's... Hold on. No, it's not, that's really disrespectful to fully coolie. Let's play it. Let's... <laughs> Six episodes for both. It works. Yeah, but it, I don't. Clerks is not as good as Fully Cooley. I don't. I don't <laughs> you mean Fully Cooley's not as good as Clerks? No, the way I said it was the right way. I don't. <laughs> I still haven't seen Fully Cooley. Oh, also, you. I'm eating pizza. Oh, he's beat us to the pizza game. What the fuck? Also, by the way, I um, bought Wooly Cooley from an anime convention. I still haven't seen it. Oh. From an anime convention. Oh, yeah, but one, one last podcast I also listened to is uh, Side Scrollers by Screw Attack, a video oh. game podcast, which also is like an hour, like 40 minutes long. It doesn't go that long. That's That was my first podcast I ever listened to. Hey, Pan, you should get into uh, Screw Attack. <laughs> Ma'am. Well, they have their Screw Attack network on YouTube. I can't abandon Frederator. Yeah. Yeah. You're the only one holding up Frederator. You're yeah, the savior. In order to get on Screw Attack, you'd have to make good gaming videos. <laughs> There's only like two I made, and none of them are good. Not good. Oh. I like the Tony Hawk one. Tony. Yeah, I'm never going to finish that retrospect ever. No, I, I like the Tony Hawk one too. I'm just giving pan shit. Tony. I like the Tony Hawk. I like the one where it ended. <laughs> oh. But let's get in. Uh, does anyone have a, an, any other podcast to recommend? 
Um, uh, nope. Oh, yeah, uh, there's another animation podcast, but they haven't updated in a while called the Animation Aficionados Podcast. What about Gary's podcast? Who's Gary? Oh, all right, Gary. You're so fucking the last, stupid. From the last thing. I haven't listened to his podcast yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, he talked about it on it, too. I remember, I remember that. I was all like, what? It's like he knew. Yeah, I'll link to that, whatever my Gary's podcast is. My favorite podcast is, was, did the Holocaust really happen? Is this like one episode? Oh. oh. <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes, but it's okay. just fan mail but let me read this one dear pan pizza slash rebel taxi none of you guys are here okay my name is harry Rowlands, and i'm from west warrington england i've been ill for a week now and i'm having an operation and i've been listening to your podcast all week and it had really cheered me up and made me laugh thank you for making me feel better in a time of need with your podcast P.S. I have you on Skype after you let me let your name out. Yours sincerely, Harry Rollins. Oh, oh, baby. Well, get, get better. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just made an awful Jew joke right after that. I hope you get better soon, man. Well, you know, I've, anytime, anytime you get like a message like that, it kind of. I got a not. That not a message exactly like that, but a message like that kind of recently from someone mm-hmm. who it's like uh, all the stuff you work on like helped me get through something, and it it actually kind of like inspired me to work a little harder, mm-hmm. just because I was like, oh man, if this is like if I'm that because there you know I think all all four of us have had times where like we were going through something and some comic or cartoon or something got us through it and it's like when it's like oh i'm doing that for someone else is like kind of crazy i don't know it it hits me kind of hard mm-hmm. family guy saved my life <laughs> <laughs> justice for brian griffin actually the cleveland show saved my life oh the cleveland show is so terrible actually, um a million ways to die in the West saved mine, so you guys can all go home. Oh. I'm surprised you didn't say Rocket Power. <laughs> Listen, Rocket Power. Well, Rocket Power is not a Seth MacFarlane show, so I had to keep the joke relevant. Oh, okay, good point, good point. Right. Really just Rocket said it was a joke, so now we kind of ruined it. Well, you did it. You ruined it. Wow, people really did believe you went on a Rocket Power marathon, but now it's... Did they really? Oh, I, don't yeah, know. I, got, I, got, I got quite a few asks saying how was Rocket Power, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm sorry, Nolan. People also thought... Pan made a post on the uh, blog saying that um, there's this big industry person who turned him down, and um, 
he and everybody sent me and Ken asked, like, why are you guys leaving the podcast because of stress? Oh, yeah. It was an industry <laughs> person, not them. Listen, I work for the industry, all right? I made being puppy cat, and I made it bad on purpose. Wait, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious. Oh, who? I mean, you can, if you want to cut it out or not. Man, I guess it? I'll tell everyone like who I was gonna get, but they they were just too stressed out from all their work. It was. Since censor that part, that'll be funny. The creator of adventure. You know he, um, I realized this a year ago. He was a big Knockforce fan. Oh yeah. I used to post the cartoons on his MySpace. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's I believe I might be wrong, but there was a list of how Nostros worked. Is they had we had a list of if you asked us to when a new cartoon would come out, right after it came out, I would post it in your comments, and he was on that list. I believe I'm I'm like ninety percent sure. Damn. That's amazing. Damn. Do you Fun. still keep in touch with any of these people? Um, a couple people have messaged because I would like after a while because there's so many knock horses and stuff. I would like be like, oh man, I hope uh, <laughs> your kid's birthday went okay and stuff. And so I got really attached. So a couple times they've messaged me because I think they found out it was because I was the one who Ian didn't do that stuff. That was my end. And so they would be like, oh shit, that's so I, I've gotten some Twitter followers from that who used to be those people. I don't know. If, there was like a lot by the end. It got a little overwhelming, but that's the one thing you can't do on those Facebooks. So thankfully, MySpace oh, still man. around. I was watching Aquatine Hunger Force, and that show was good. The first two seasons are classic. I was watching that, yeah. and like Frylog was on the computer saying updating my MySpace account, and I was just like, oh. Hey, it was it, it was it was really big, but now it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, like. Like Friendster. Uh, no one remembers you know, Friendster. Don't you know, ever say an online program on your TV show or cartoon because it's going to when it goes out. Friendster was offered a buyout before MySpace and they turned it down. <laughs> it's like, look it up. It's like a really sad story. What a missed opportunity. Okay. Yes, disappointingly, Penel could not be here. Rest in peace. Oh. I wanted to say, have you gotten confirmation on uh, the other special guest star yet? Oh yeah, that, well, yeah, that industry person. He'll be well. He said he'll he wants to, but eventually he hasn't gotten back to me after I gave him the dates. So eventually they'll they'll get on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's that? Who's that person? Okay, Pasta Princess. Let's answer a stupid question. Okay. What is your favorite so bad it's good and or biggest guilty pleasure show anime video game? Feel like we answered this question before. No, we haven't. Uh, what was the question? My favorite. So bad it's good. Anything. I think. Oh. Recently, oh. yesterday, I I watched uh the go Ghost Rider: The Spirit of Vengeance, which is made by the directors <laughs> of cl- of uh, uh what's, what's it called? Crash. No. Crank. Crank. Crank one and two. Yeah. Okay, the movie was pretty... It's kind of slow-paced, but when Ghost Rider is on screen, it's the best movie ever. It is... It's way better than the first one. It's it just like, fuck it, who cares? It kind of feels like a bit of Crank and also a little bit of uh, Army of Darkness in a way. Just how ridiculous it gets. 
I want to say Birdemic, but I haven't seen that the whole way through, so I'm just going to stick with one of the more basic answers, The Room. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with a basic answer. I'm going to say Troll 2. I think that movie is great. I love it. Oh, yeah, Troll 2 was really good. That Troll movie, 2, yeah. I always uh-huh. say that, that movie where it's like uh, with Beyonce and Idris Elba, and then she, she fights this girl, then she pushes her through the floor. Um, Jim, you're talking about Catgirl again, Catwoman. No, it's I forget what it was called, but that movie's one of those that I can put it on any time because it's so ridiculous and awful. I don't uh, even think I I don't even think forget what it's called. Bad. It's like I don't obsessed. know, obsessed. Yeah, that movie. I am obsessed with that movie. <laughs> Is it really that funny in bed? Oh, it's like it's ridiculous. It's just like the whole time you're like, how is this? I think there's been a couple like that. Like, did you ever see The Roommate? That one's up there. Sounds with familiar. So bad it's good. I kind of want to see The Boy Next Door for that exact reason. I'm like, there's no way this can't be hilarious. <laughs> I think another really ter- so bad it's funny movie, well, of course, the Crank movies, Ghost Rider, the, the director of that, but also um, Mac and Me. You guys remember Oh, this yeah, movie? that's... Legendary. Oh, that movie was. I only liked it because of the ending where the officer shot the kid. <laughs> yeah, they were. Oh, okay, wait, let me explain this movie. For it's like an it's a, a a blatant ET ripoff, but also like a a big advertisement for a McDonald's and Coca Cola. And it's just these ugly little aliens, which the 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 alien looks like a a mix between a fetus, a burn victim, and a Tweety Bird. That's an accurate description. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The, the the most iconic scene was the scene where the kid was just like, was this kid? The kid, the, the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah, the kid in the wheelchair. The the main character. He's just standing near a cliff. No, I mean like near a hill, and then he actually slides down the hill. And he's just screaming for Wait, help. Is that? Do you know about the that clip and how Paul Rudd plays it every time he's on Conan? Yeah. And he gets the people, because they're supposed to be like, oh, and now we have a clip from your movie, and they always play this clip from Mac and Me, and he's been doing it for, like, ten years or something. It's, like, the longest con. And so apparently, like, Conan even, like, makes sure, like, whoever gets the tape and what tape it is, and Paul Rudd, like, always finds a way. It's, like, <laughs> hilarious. Like, every time I hear Paul Rudd's promoting a movie, I'm like, where's, where, did he do it again? And he always does. I imagine if, like, the guy gets really mad, like, what the, that's not my movie, and then they just fight. <laughs> like, Paul, like, every time Conan just laugh. it's just, there's a super cut of all the times he's done it, and it's, like, it's been going on since the 90s, I think. It's, it's hilarious. He's probably promoted Mac and Me more than all of the movies he's been in since then. Like, surely there has to be... Another Paul Rudd movie is The Christmas Shoes. Christmas Shoes? What? Is that a... Really? Wait, is that the only Paul Rudd movie you've seen? Christmas Shoes? No, wait, I'm thinking Rob Lowe. Never mind. Uh, but yeah. What's Christmas Shoes about? The Christmas shoes is about his mom dying and he wants to buy her some shoes because he thinks the shoes will bring her back to life, but it doesn't. Really? Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, I thought it was like a gift of the Magi and he gave up his feet so someone could have shoes. But, what the hell? But there's also this. <laughs> but also, the other iconic scene in Mac and Me is the scene where uh, 
<laughs> where the kid dies after the cops <laughs> shoot him, and because the, the cops see the aliens and they just shoot the aliens, and the kids in the crossfire, and then that somehow causes an explosion in the supermarket, and the kid's dead. But <laughs> but then these aliens revive him back to life. Although they they, they can bring him back to life, but he's still in the wheelchair. <laughs> and then and then they assimilate and get um citizenship. Yeah, they become American citizens. <laughs> it's so oh. fucking yeah, the awful. Next, the, the next scene, like they're in court or something. <laughs> I just like the part where, like, the officer was trying to shoot the big ass alien, but ended up shooting the kid in the wheelchair. Like, fuck, I'm not really good at the job. Oh yeah, and there's also the iconic scene where they're in McDonald's and everyone's just breakdancing for no reason. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. Uh, I need, I need to see this movie. Oh, God, oh please do. It's so great. Amazing. It's so fucking awful. I'll find a Blu-ray version of it, because that's the best one. Anyone have any other so bad it's funny movies or games or whatever? Food Fight, obviously. Oh, God. That's another movie that was contractually obligated to get released, but in, but they did. They just needed to finish it. They needed to release it, and that's it. I need to see Food Fight. I've been meaning to review Food Fight for a while. Please do. I'd love to see you review Food Fight. I think, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to happen soon. In a couple minutes. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, make my dream come true, Jim. I mean, maybe not this month, but next month, hmm. but soon. Yeah, soon. I gotta once someone gives you those twenty dollars, and me you got a Kmart, then maybe you'll get work on it. Twenty? Yeah. I was asking for a hundred. Oh. Okay. That's, yeah. That's why I wouldn't meet you, Ken. Oh, see, that's why I was waiting. I was like, oh boy, I can't wait to get all my knock for stuff signed, and I was just. I got mugged. Ooh. Oh, actually, that was me. Sorry about that. Ah, uh, you dick. So I guess this is the end of the podcast, unless anyone has any others to suggest. Uh, the Room in uh, Coffin Uncle. That's a classic. <laughs> We're listening to it right now. Well, this is the end of the podcast. The next video is going to be a review on Game Boy Advance video. I'll, you'll see what, what that is. What about video now, you punk? Oh, I need I need to get a black and white version then. I can, someone will donate it. Uh, that, oh, that time man. will come. I, rem- I remember those. Yeah, so this is the end of the podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I am Dolan, and I live with Mr. Plinkett. Hi, I'm Ken, and I'm a stupid. And- Whoa, okay, can't say that. Yeah, I haven't. I'm having low self-esteem because Jim didn't meet me at that fucking parking lot, and I got mugged and Sorry. stabbed. Sorry, I mugged you and stabbed you. <laughs> it's okay, Jim. I forgive you. Oh, okay, oh. cool. I won't give you your credit cards back though. It's okay. I don't need those anyway. <laughs> I want them. You should I'm- cancel them. It's been a while. Listen, I want to die soon anyway, so it's fine. Just, no. just have fun, kid. Okay. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everyone. Wait, who is Jim? Bye. And Jim. I, oh, I said bye. I no, you said, I'm, oh, okay. and I'm Jim. You gotta say that. Oh, and I'm Jim. Oh, and I'm Jim. Bye. bye. This is a train. Goodbye. Oh, no, bye. the train is derailing. Oh, fuck! Do you guys think Hitler was right, guys? I'm trying to think about that again. <laughs>